This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, October 16th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia officials on Thursday announced new guidelines for restaurants offering outdoor dining during the cold fall and winter months ahead. The guidelines paint a clearer picture of what's uh, permittable for restaurants uh, offering dining options during the coronavirus pandemic. They specify what types of shelters and heating sources restaurants can use. So restaurant owners will not have to obtain a city building permit for prefabricated tents and canopies. Uh, They will have to obtain a right-of-way permit, which applies for all shelters. On the other hand, owners will need to get a building permit if they decide to go with a shelter made of pliable material like nylon or polyester that's attached to their building but set up over a sidewalk. Similarly, uh, these shelters will need a right-of-way permit uh, for the block or the sidewalk. Uh, if owners go with a shelter made of non-pliable material like wood, they will also have to get a building permit. Electric propane, propane and natural gas heaters are allowed, but they have to have uh, specifically be for outdoor use as well as be installed safely and be placed three feet away from combustible materials if they're electric and five feet away if they're powered by propane or natural gas. All heaters must be secured and tamper proof. Heaters that use kerosene or open flames are not allowed, nor or uh, any that burn solid fuels like wood, even if it has a mesh covering over it, um, you know, like a fire pit that you would have in, in your backyard. So that will not be allowed. But uh, some more information that they released, uh, which is good. So uh, they can try to uh, keep the outdoor dining or some form of outdoor dining. Sad note, uh, Kathy, or side note, that those um, heaters are really difficult to find at this point because there's oh, really? in such demand. Yeah, yeah. No, so true. Like, uh, some people are looking for them for their own homes. You know, so I have people over for, uh, for Thanksgiving and things like that. But uh, restaurants, as uh, you know, they need them. So they're, they're <clears throat> the, you know, the demand is way high, but they're really difficult to find at this what, point. So, like, the restaurants will have a hard time getting it? Yeah. Or you mean yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, Even for yeah. rental or yeah. just anything like for, oh, uh, rental services that routinely will send them out to events and things like that. Right. They're all tapped out. They're all booked up. The question I have is, Kathy, any uh, specification on the amount of walls you could have in a tented area? Is no, it, it's just it's just what it's made of. Just what it's made of. Okay, well, that's good. That's a relaxing of the other uh, requirements they had. Yeah, so, well, I didn't know that about the heaters. That's a shame. Hopefully, uh, these restaurants can get them. Uh, two men have been found dead after authorities say they went missing while boating in Delaware on Thursday. An empty boat was found at the Looms Pond State Creek in Middletown, uh, Newcastle County at about noon yesterday. According to Delaware State Police, a 63-year-old man and a 65-year-old man fell out of the boat for an unknown reason. A boater nearby attempted to rescue the victims but was unsuccessful. The bodies of both men were found later Thursday night. The identities of the men have not yet been released. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. The family of Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor... Uh, John Fetterman will not seek prosecution against a woman who called Second Lady Giselle Fetterman a racial slur outside a grocery store Sunday, the Pennsylvania State Police said Thursday. The, uh, though the Allegheny County District Attorney's Office determined that the woman's alleged conduct supports the charging of several violations, the Fetterman family prefers the woman be given an opportunity to engage appropriate social services and other resources, State Police said in the news release. State Police said this week they identified the woman, but they did not release her name. The 38-year-old Brazilian-born Fetterman, who fled 
read the violence of Rio de Janeiro in 1990 and grew up in New York, told CNN a white woman harassed her inside the store and later approached her vehicle, pulled down her mask, and delivered the racial slur before walking away. Fetterman posted a two-second video of the incident on Twitter. This incident is a reminder of the toll racism takes on individuals as well as the community. The Pennsylvania State Police is committed to fair and thorough investigation and encourages victims to immediately report crimes motivated by hate or bias to law enforcement, State Police said in a news release. Did they suggest what caused the altercation? In the, uh... she, the woman just recognized her. Yeah, uh, just recognized who she was. Who she and was. So she just went after her. Oh, she boy. started harassing yeah. her. And then it's. I watched the video and it's like, it's so, like, why? As, as effing people, yeah. as, as I say. Yep. yep. Fetterman uh, met then-Mayor John Fetterman in uh, 2007, and they married the following year. They have three children. In sports this morning. Ball sacks are young. Carlos Correa hit a walk-off home run to center field with one out in the bottom of the ninth inning, lifting the Houston Astros to a 4-3 win over the Tampa Bay Rays last night in San Diego. The Rays still lead the series three games to two, and game six is tonight at 6:07 In the National League, the Atlanta Braves, Bryce Wilson threw six one-hit innings and outpitched the Dodgers' Clayton Kershaw in a 10-2 win. Atlanta leads the series 3-1 and will have three chances at securing its first trip to the World Series since 1999. Game 5 is tonight in Arlington, Texas, and the first pitch is set for 9.08. In football news, the Kansas City Chiefs signed veteran running back Le'Veon Bell. Bell, who was released by the New York Jets earlier this week, agreed to a one-year deal. The Chiefs will play the Jets in Week 8. And the Eagles are back home this weekend with the game on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens, who are 4-1 and and in second place in the AFC North. The Eagles are 1-3-1 and and in second place in the NFC East. Kickoff at the link on Sunday is set for 1 o'clock, and fans will be in attendance. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kath. We are right on the doorstep of a weekend, and we are happy about that fact, and also about the fact that we have to give away our Word of the Week prize today. Love doing that, and we have a $400 Resorts Casino Hotel gift card. Somebody has been keeping track of the letters for the uh, the Word of the Week, so get yourself set for that. Uh, joining us on the program today, Bert Kreischer. Hey, hey, hey! Bert is on to promote The Cabin, his new Netflix series, which is available to stream now, and he has all his comedian and Hollywood buddies and friends on that show. I was watching a clip, and uh, Joel McHale, was, uh, who participates on the show, says, uh, so why did they cancel my show again? <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it's cool. It's Bert being Bert with his buddies. Yep. So we will uh, we'll spend a little time with Bert, which is always a good time, uh, around 9 o'clock. And uh, we have some more information coming up concerning... Uh, the Camp Out for Hunger, so we have a guest that's on at 8 o'clock. We'll reveal who that is in a little while. And uh, we got to get ready for Rocktober Madness, so I do have an update for you in case you did miss out on the matchups. Yesterday, Offspring and Sublime faced off, and uh, Pierre had to have been happy because Offspring won that one. He's, yes, absolutely. He, he got friends, one. He's friends with some of the band members, yeah. and he's happy about that. In our bracket, uh, Queen took out Ozzy, no problem. Yeah, wow. had to be, had to be. Yep, and then, of course, this one had to happen, too. As, as a great of a band as Green Day is, they were against Pink Floyd. Yeah. So Floyd won that one, which was, uh, that's good, too. And yeah. I, I love me some Green Day, but Floyd is legendary. And, uh, and speaking of legendary, the doors were handled by Iron Maiden in the Brent and Jackie uh, bracket. So there you go. Iron Maiden might be that dark horse. They keep trudging along. 
We'll see how they move. I have no idea how this is going to play out. Yeah, Kinks. No and, idea. Kinks and Bruce go up today. Genesis and Yes, a battle of the progressives right there. If oh, my God. The earlier Genesis stuff into uh, account. Uh, we have Allison Chains against Metallica. And then uh, this is the most interesting yeah. matchup of the day. Rage Against the Machine <laughs> against the Beatles. Wow. wow. So let's see how wow. that goes. You guys, you want to make predictions on that one? I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I obviously want the Beatles to win, yeah. but. I, I wouldn't be surprised I, at all if Rage does that. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. It's just that weird. Go with the Beatles. Okay. But I will not be shocked if uh, Rage takes it. All right. All right. It gets underway at 1130 uh, today with Pierre. All right. Let's take a break. Come back in a second and uh, give some stuff away. Stupid question and entertainment stories. And we will be back shortly. So make sure you stay with us for the duration of your Friday drive-in. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. If you're ready for love and ready to get engaged, visit Steven Singer Jewelers. He makes buying an engagement ring easy. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The stupid question, a $50 gift card for Nabraza is what we are going to give away. And here's a question that we have for you. At the very first MTV Video Music Awards, which are in 1984, by the way, <laughs> what band got an honorary MTV Vanguard Award? Now, also, the man who directed two films starring them got a Vanguard Award uh, as well. But what band got an honorary MTV Vanguard Award at the very first MTV Music Video Awards, 1984. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. And while you are dialing in, we'll go through birthdays that are occurring on October 15th, 16th today. Uh, Angela Lansbury. New. The eldest, uh, eldest, I guess is a word, the oldest person celebrating a birthday that I have on my list today. She's 95 years old today. Murder, she wrote. Lengthy Hollywood career. Um, she was sort of the femme fatale early on in her career in Hollywood. She's great, though. She's a great actress. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Did you ever see National Velvet? I did. What was that movie about? Uh, it's it about a, a horse or something, Yes, right? a girl and a little girl's love for okay. the horse. Yeah. She was in that. She played the horse. She no. was the horse. No, because uh, I, was, I was playing at a golf course in California, and somebody pointed out to me, uh, on the course was, they were like, that's the stables from National Velvet. And I was like, oh. Elizabeth Taylor's the girl. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but Angela Lansbury was in as well. She's 95 today. Uh, Tim Robbins. Turned 62 years old today. I was just watching a video of Tim. It was Tim Robbins, and they were reading him initial bad reviews of the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, wow. And he's smiling. He's laughing. <laughs> a movie that is pretty much iconic and, it's, you know, everyone adores. It's outstanding. Uh, but uh, he's <laughs> it was pretty amusing watching that. Yeah, I remember when, when that movie was in theaters and I, uh, Stephen King, I wasn't a fan then. I, you know, I, I, not that I wasn't a fan. I didn't read his works. Right. So it really wasn't on my radar. And I know it had nominations and I was like, okay, whatever. It's a big, you know, dramatic film. I'm not that into that type of stuff. And I saw it, and I was like, my God, that yeah. movie is outstanding. He's it's also, one of I my think, all time favorite movies. Top? Would you say on the show in general, and take the consensus here in our top, our top ten coolest interviews? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was my favorite until Travolta. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, as far as and and I was, I remember just nerding out when Tim Robbins. Was he here. hung out. He was yeah. casual. He took every you know question. He was all 
He's Eddie Vedder's best man at Eddie's wedding. That's pretty cool. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he and Eddie are friends. Wow. He was all smiley and happy while he was here. It was cool. Uh, He's 62 today, Tim Robbins. Uh, Suzanne Summers. We had her on not that long ago. Talk about her possibly posing nude. She was good. She was better the second time. I forget. uh, She was promoting something the first time and probably the second time, but much more interesting. She's 74 today. So happy birthday, Suzanne Summers. Uh, Kelly Martin, who was on Life Goes On. I always thought she was cute. I did, too. Yeah, with the glasses. And then she was on ER for a stretch, too, and she celebrates her 45th birthday today. This was the theme song for Life Goes On. Was, was it? it not? That's correct. I don't know. Okay, I yes, wanted to make only sure. they sang it. The, yeah. the yeah. cast members of the of the, the show would okay. sing it at the beginning. Yes, that is correct. Good call, Case. Thank you. Uh, it's Flea's birthday oh. today. Flea, born Michael Peter Balzari. Uh, is the bassist of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, of course. Flea's a better name, I think. Yeah. He he is a he's an outstanding musician. He is just he's one of those people that took that instrument and brought it right up to the front of what the band was doing. I was going to bring this up yesterday, and I've seen yet again on another list of most overrated bands, the Chili Peppers pop up. No, and I don't get that. Yeah. Huh. But, but they, it's I, like I don't. I don't know what the chili pepper hatred is. Here's here's the deal with the Red Hot Chili Peppers and why I think you have to respect them. If you hear them from the beginning, they were a way different band. They right. evolved into a more melodic band. They were more uh, kinetic, and and their early stuff was obviously very punk funk. Yes, uh, with a, with a, some hip hop thrown in as well. It was a really unique sound. But over that time, they managed to to managed to craft some really great hit songs. Not an easy thing to do. Right, right. Um, so, but some people don't like them, you know, whatever. I like the early stuff and I like the current stuff. So, um, Flea celebrates his 58th birthday today. Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead uh, and many other bands and projects after the dead was no more. Is, is Bob cele- Weir Go ahead. celebrating his 73rd birthday today? Sorry for interrupting. Is Bob Weir's greatest um, yes, it is. production his daughter? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Monet. Monet She's Weir. Stunning. Is just beautiful. Stunning. Yeah. Uh, I was like Bob Weir. You guys know, and, and Pierre knows, I'm not a big Dead fan. Nor am I. I like the hits. I yeah. do like the hits, but I can't dive into the deep stuff, yeah. and, and the live shows have bored the hell out of me. There's a but scene. I do like Bob Weir, and I like Jerry Garcia. It's funny that you mentioned this, person because there's a scene on the Goldbergs episode where they, they decide, Erica and her boyfriend, hey, let's just go. Let's go follow the dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know the songs that we like, like, um... Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, a couple of summers ago, I decided to, because there was a, there's a really great in-depth documentary about the band on, on Amazon Prime. And I, I was like, man, I, I, I need to take a journey from the very beginning and, and right. go through all of their studio albums in succession. Like, okay. in, and so I did that. And, and a lot of that earlier stuff, I was like, I, I had never heard it before. Did you like it? I didn't really like it all okay. that much. I, I Listen, and I love the Grateful Dead. They're in the top ten band uh, for Okay, me. all right. But there were, there's a lot of earlier on stuff. I'm like, how did these guys end up even getting a following? Right. And I'm, well, I know that's probably sacrilege to say. But with that said, I'm looking at, like, a list of the songs that we have that we play. Dude. They're a great band, man. They really are. And if you don't get it, I'm sorry, but they are. They're really, really great. All right, Bob Weir is 73 years old today. C.F. Fred Turner of Bachman Turner Overdrive is uh, 73 years old. I always had a... They have have a place in my heart. Whenever I say, as a joke, a band is playing a local library, 
I tend to default to Bachman Turner Overdrive. We used to in the the first iteration of my band. Uh, this was our this is our closing yeah. song. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good song. It's a good song. People love yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. So seventy seven years old today. Uh, Barry Corbin, actor. You know him from War Games, Northern Exposure, and so on. He's the the big guy. Played Maurice on uh, Northern Exposure, and in War Games, he was the general. Yeah, uh, very distinctive voice, uh, and uh, he's been in tons of stuff over the Burly years. Burly guy. He's eighty years old today. Wendy Wilson of Wilson Phillips, daughter of Brian Wilson, sister of Carney Wilson, niece of Carlin Den- <laughs> and Dennis Wilson. Star of Bridesmaids. Well, not star, but she sings at the end. Uh, she is 51 <laughs> years old today. Go ahead, guys. No. 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 And we're there. Over there? Yeah. Over there. Chad Gray, singer of Mudvayne and Hell Yeah. Is forty nine. They cover Wilson Phillips in a lot of these. Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. Yep, only in their live shows. Somebody's gonna make you want to turn around and say yeah. a little different tone. Okay, it's Mudvayne. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, it's John Mayer's birthday today too. Oh, speaking oh. of the dead. Uh, oh, oh yeah, he plays with the dead. The dead. That's yeah, right. yeah. And he has some the... of his relatives are dead. He loves. No, no, no. <laughs> he plays with the, the dead, the surviving members of the dead. But he and he and Bobby Weir are really good friends. Okay, he's uh, forty three today. And he played at one of the Pensbury's proms. That's, That's right. correct. Yes. Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if he... I wonder if he'd have a shot at uh, I <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing because he is a he's a stud. You know, he a run at her. Oh. He must. It's John Mayer. But women take a run at him. He does. He doesn't yeah, take a run right. at women. That's yeah. the way it goes. So, though he's 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 now he's doing the smart play. He's uh, he takes every opportunity to say he's a feminist, and he does all the things that he you know that he so he can just sort of I'm not that guy anymore. I've evolved. Now let's go back to my place. Uh, who else do we have here? John Heater from <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite fame and uh, other movies. Uh, Blades of Glory, relative of uh, Vice Gamma. Um That's right. Yeah, they we are talked about that sisters. No, 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 I think it's his. I think it's on his wife's side. Yeah, he's an uncle or something. I think so. Anyway. I think it's his nephew. Yeah, Where... uh, yeah. that's right. His nephew John Heater yes. is forty three today, and last birthday Bryce Harper of the oh, Phils hey. celebrates his twenty eighth birthday today. So uh, enjoy everybody who's uh, celebrating their birthday. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. The very first MTV Video Music Awards in nineteen eighty four. What band? Got an honorary MTV Vanguard Award. Let's go to Barry. Hey, Barry. Good morning, guys. Morning, sir. What band got the Vanguard Award at the very first MTV Video Music Awards? Beatles. The Beatles did, yes. <laughs> Hang on, Barry. And also, uh, Richard Lester, who directed Hard Day's Night and Help, got a Video Vanguard Essentially Award. created the video format with yep. those movies. Yep. All right, so Barry's going to get a $50 gift card for Nebraza, open for curbside pickup and indoor-outdoor dining, uh, serving a full 15 Brazilian meal ser- meat service uh, with your dedicated server at each table. Uh, details at nebraza.com, courtesy of Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rio, exclusively on Netflix now. Uh, I'm going to start with this one, Steve. You and I were just chatting briefly off air about uh, the show, the HBO show The Vow, which yeah. is about the Nexium cult. Well, uh, India Oxenberg, who's the daughter of former Dynasty star Catherine Oxenberg, who was caught up in all that, is speaking out about how she was recruited to a secret sorority within the cult Nexium. 
uh, by Smallville alum Allison Mack. She tells people that it began January of 2015, four years after joining Nexium. Uh, she says that uh, Allison said that she had this special program she thought would help me. I felt singled out. I felt special. Mac told Oxenberg that the group was called DOS for the Latin phrase Dominus Obsequius Sororium, roughly translated to Master Over Slave. Uh, she says to belong, she had to agree to become Mac's slave. Oxenberg is also sharing her story in a four-part docu-series called Seduced Inside the Nexium Cult. So there's going to be more on this, Steve. Are any of you guys watching it? No, yeah. I really want to, but I just haven't gotten you know, around so, it yet. So, Nick, think of it. There are, um, and there's a point that's made in the, in the most recent installment, one of the guys who is basically the second-hand guy to uh, Keith, the um, the runner of um, of uh, Nexium. Uh, he, he says, you know, uh, no, no one actively joins. I want to join a cult. They join an organization that, or something that appeals to them, and before they know it, they're they're entrenched in this thing. So this isn't like Manson family crazy from the get go. There's a, and we were talking about it, Preston, just before about how there's there are things in it that seem like, yeah, that actually makes sense, or yes. this is this could actually be life affirming. It's some self help yeah. stuff. It's that seems like it's rooted in right in. Positive, uh, you know, uh, techniques to help you better your life, and, yeah, and so on. But anyhow, Steve. So uh, this new docu series is going to begin on the 18th, so on Sunday on Stars at 9 p.m. So it's a whole new one. Wow. Uh, Oxenberg says I knew too much about what happened, and I had a moral obligation to make sure it didn't happen to anyone else. But Mac told her at the time she joined DOS, uh, she needed something to make sure I wouldn't share what she was about to disclose, and that's how I ended up providing her with what they call collateral, and it's a big part of this show. Essentially, it's information about yourself, and they even have you just make up and say things that are damning to have this evidence against you. That you wouldn't want revealed. It's also crazy. It also manifested in um, naked pictures, things you wouldn't want released of you, and they held that. So the collateral included sharing family secrets, taking graphic nude shots. Eventually, Mac made her uh, cook and clean for her and starve herself. Uh, She said, I could have no more than 500 calories a day. Oh, my God. Wow. Then Oxenberg was uh, told to seduce uh, Nexium's leader, Keith Ranieri. Allison said that it was to make me feel less vulnerable, she said, and I wanted to believe her. You get so used to this environment of abuse that you believe you're deserving of it, that it's good for you. If you wow. got, if you have forgotten what this cult is about, this is the one that was branding the women in this sorority, in this DOS. What yep. do the letters mean, the Nexium letters? It turns out, Press, you want to take it? Well, and <laughs> It's no, kind no, of a revelation in the show. No, not the branding. He means what does NXIVM oh, okay. mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, that I'm not sure of. Everything has a meaning, but the the brand was Keith Ranieri's initials and also Allison Max. Yeah. But you can't. It it doesn't unless you look for it. You can't really see it. It looks like a um, uh, some type of a symbol that yeah. th- that is uh, representing just shapes essentially. But uh, yeah, they were pretty clever about it. It's compelling stuff. The vow. Uh, is the one that's on now, but this one starts on Sunday. It's called the uh, Seduced Inside the Nexium Cult, and it's from uh, India Oxenberg's perspective, so it should be interesting. Timothy Chalamet graces GQ's latest cover, and inside he opens up about some of his regrets. A 24-year-old confessed that the viral paparazzi shots of him and his then-girlfriend Lily Rose Depp, uh, taken of them making out on a yacht in Capri in 2019, were embarrassing. He said... He said, I went to bed that night thinking that was one of the best days of my life. Uh, he tells the magazine of his day with Depp. He said, I was on this boat all day with someone I really loved. And closing my eyes, I was like, indisputably, that was great. And then waking up to all these pictures and feeling embarrassed 
and looking like a real knob, he said, all pale. Uh, so the images went viral. A pale knob. Many it think, get worse. Many were thinking it was a PR stunt and making it all kinds of personal. They were making personal judgments. The pair since split, and now Chalamet says he is trying to find his way during the pandemic, staying a positive. Oh, it's going to be hard for him. Uh, Zendaya, getting another girlfriend. Zendaya told GQ of Chalamet's laid-back, upbeat vibe, because they're in the movie uh, Dune together. Yes, yeah. Uh, his positive energy is infectious. He really is so much fun to be around. We have a very similar humor, and we can keep a joke going for a long time, but when the cameras start rolling and it's time to work, you can see it's game time, and he just taps into this brilliant intensity. I thought so. It's awesomeness. It's awesome to witness, she said. Uh, he's young enough. He's he's a good-looking guy. I think his run is going to be pretty substantial. He's, uh, what, what, Case, bets on if he's, he's the next uh, People Magazine oh, Sexiest Man sexiest, Alive? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe the buzz he's on him is so big. a little too boyish right now. I think now. he's too young for that. All right. Yeah. I, think, I think he'll probably get there. You know what? I don't know how old probably he is. Probably by, you know, you just said 24. Uh, probably oh, by the time, yeah, in the well, story. <laughs> Um, I think he's 24. Listen I, to the podcast. <laughs> I think he's got to be probably at least 30 before he gets You think back. so? Yeah. All right. I wonder who the youngest, sexiest man alive has been on. Uh... Good question. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's going to be great as Paul and Dune, so I'm looking forward to that. The estate of a recently deceased Holocaust survivor has filed a suit to keep her interview with Sasha Baron Cohen private, according to Page Six. Uh, the interview with Judith Dim Evans is slated to appear in the upcoming Borat film. Uh, Evans, who died this summer, thought that she was taking part in a serious documentary when she sat down for an interview in a Georgia synagogue on January 29th. Per the suit, upon learning after this is, uh, yeah, this is the quote. Upon learning after giving the interview that the movie was actually a comedy intended to mock the Holocaust and Jewish culture, Ms. Evans was horrified and upset. Had Ms. Evans been informed about the true nature of the film purpose for the interview she would not have agreed to participate in the interview so is this what happened did he sit down he sat down with a holocaust survivor and, and was he this is what the suit what is they're saying. saying so that is how they are framing it yeah, that's how they're interpreting All it right. so i don't know what the nature of the because conversation because sasha baron cohen is jewish himself correct yeah and listen he he pokes fun at yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah. people and, and catches them off guard and so on so they just probably didn't like it no so wait, this what. is going to be in the next movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Adam Hoytkeimer, the attorney representing Evans, told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that he hadn't seen the film, but knew that Evans will be included in the final cut of Borat's subsequent movie film delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime to make, for make benefit one glorious nation of Kazakhstan. is set to drop on October 23rd on Amazon Prime. Uh, Amazon Prime and Oak Springs Productions are named in the suit, uh, which seeks to remove Evans from the film. They're also seeking damages of less than $75,000. So they're not doing a big money grab. They may no. not, yeah. uh, want this just to get her out of there. Yeah. just want to put you guys on alert uh, that uh, they're sending us a uh, Borat Mankini. Yeah! Um, I have one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a new one. Oh, okay. Uh, Is it the same style or have they made modifications? Well, it's same style, but uh, it's COVID time, so it comes with the matching mask. <laughs> so now That'll be interesting. I don't know. We were talking yesterday about making some sort of bets, and uh, I can't remember what that conversation oh, was about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and if, I thought... if you play a game and the loser has to <laughs> like do something embarrassing the next day, wear something for the entirety of the show. I don't know about that. 
I don't I don't know if HR would be okay with that. No, no, well, I'm Nick, saying Nick, you wore it. Kathy a... and, and Marissa should do it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I wore it okay. to one of ours only thinking about us. One of our Halloween then... parties in like 2005 or 2006. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. But this is why we need interns back in the room. <laughs> you know? uh, John Cena and his girlfriend, Shay Sheriadzeda, got married on Monday in Tampa, Florida. Uh, days before the secret wedding, uh, the Blockers star wrote on social media, I will be happy if I only get, and then it says X in A little poon. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, this is a great way to mold an entire life spent chasing happiness and finding and never finding joy. So they got married. Congratulations. <laughs> That's Thank you, I'm a hang down. I, I, don't, yeah, I, I have no idea no, what good that for him. cryptic message meant. Uh, Becca Cuffrin is speaking out. She's from The Bachelorette. Yes. So she's speaking out about her decision to freeze her eggs. Uh, she posted candid videos on Instagram stories documenting the process. That's which, what uh, Kathy and Casey did, right? With the, no, uh, they incubated eggs. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we did the opposite of that. Oh, okay. We heated them up. Uh, so, yeah, so documenting the process, which was prompted by her split from Garrett Jorgian. Uh, she said, I don't love you no more. I think it's so important as women, we know about our bodies and our options. For me, I'm not old, but I'm not a spring chicken. Ah. Well, she does mention chickens here. There's eggs. Someone say chicken. Yeah, so Hi, everyone. I'm Gene Simmons. <laughs> How old is she again? I don't know. I do not know. She's in her 30s. 39? Yeah. Uh, Becca Cuffrin. Uh, and she, she said, I'm no spring chicken. Chicken. And I want kids one day, but not anytime soon. So I figure, why not do it now in quarantine? So, why not? Right? Oh, she's only 30. So she's freezing her. Sorry. I, I thought she was she was older. I actually talked to a fertility doctor. Um, I interviewed her. And she said that it, people in their 20s don't think about this. It's not something they think right. about because they're right. still young. Yeah. Um, but that's the time. So, like, yeah. 30, like, that's the time to freeze your eggs. Most times women, you know, get to a point where uh, they're getting past the age of, of having kids and they try to freeze their eggs then and it's a yeah. lot more diff- difficult. So, so that would that would pose an interesting question. Let's say you're 25, you, you think about that, you freeze your eggs, and then you decide, you know, then just a few years later, you meet the right person and you want to start a family. Do you, do you defrost f- those do you f- eggs? Do you defrost those eggs and exactly. fertilize those yeah. eggs? Yeah. Or, or, do do you, tr- or do you try naturally and do it that oh, way? Oh, I think that could be up to the It yeah, would be, but couple. it'd be like... That's a bit of a conundrum. But you know? I think Couldn't it's, the, I think int- it's a... the new boyfriend use a slingshot? <laughs> no, I think it's a, a safety measure. I think that yeah, maybe yeah, no, they, they go ahead and they try, and if they can't, you know, because the you know the the quality of the eggs goes down drastically as True. as women age. So they have the they have these eggs just in case they need. I'm them. just All wondering right. if there's a moral conundrum depending on what your beliefs are on the egg and life yeah, and sure. so on. If, if it, I may jump in here, maybe quickly, I'm making it more complicated than it needs. You're to not be. Sophia Vergara. You yeah. remember that issue? Yeah, they, they were fighting a custody battle over the eggs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Those were probably, yeah, right. Those, they were fertilized. They yeah. were probably, um, and, and that, I think if you do it that way, um, like you kind of you have a better chance than if you freeze the egg and you fertilize you you thaw it out and then you fertilize it later. So if it's fro, you know almost if they freeze it as an embryo, yeah. you have a better chance of it taking. It sounds like we're setting these out on a counter for know, a couple yeah, of yeah. hours in the kitchen. This one's know. named yeah. Timmy. Yeah. Oh, poor Timmy! Don't yeah. get your hopes oh, up. Don't get me started. This is his new friend Latte. Poor <laughs> oh, Latte. Kathy, when you did the uh, interview, did you find out if it's uh, an expensive process? Um, you know what? Yeah, there's definitely, obviously, an expense to it. It's not 
ridiculous. Like the freezing of it all, um, I think was like the cheapest part. It's, it's actually the procedure to go in and get them and all of that. Is it this week's uh, freaking big deal? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, no, Roger Worski has a uh... no. no you it's know, not, it's... but you know what? It, it was <laughs> <laughs> Roger Worski has a frozen well, egg. Sure, yeah. maybe we should the write it. Some kids, but you know, she got all the. <laughs> I mean, you know, we got some. <laughs> we'll do your transmission and set you up with the family. You can't ever. Like, no, you can't have serious conversation. Yeah. You know what? Now we like, really in case do there have are to... women that are, th- you know, thinking about this, I'm well, going to pass on to them. Go ahead. We will not interrupt you. What I don't you even know what I was going to say. Okay. We're talking about the cost of the process. Yes, there is, it is, you know, it's a decent amount, but it wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't unattainable. You got to figure in also the cost of an average transmission, and then you realize <laughs> it's, it's, it's you're actually mean? saving. Yep, there it is. But this this doctor that I was talking to, she actually recommended people in their 20s should do this right. to freeze their eggs. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, I guess. Uh, I know this is a shocker, but uh, Becca Cuffern is a very beautiful young lady. We're looking at some uh, at her uh, Instagram account. Uh, by the way, the big freaking deal this week is a $50 gift certificate to Arnold's Family Fun Center for $25. Oh, wow. Wow. So you can get that now. Nice. I got to get back. That place is so cool. It's the best. All right, let's move along. Uh, for the first time in seven months, Queen Elizabeth is leaving her COVID bubble. Boop, boop. In the... <laughs> in the first... Let me take you dancing. In the first in-person public engagement outside her royal residences, uh, Elizabeth <laughs> opened up a new analysis center at a secret government science facility on Thursday. Look, I'm doing the robot. Rheumatoid arthritis really helps. Uh, her grandson... Oh, you're doing the robot. I gotta get you better robot music. Sorry, okay. bro. Her, her grandson, Prince William uh, II in the line of the throne, had joined her at the event as as well, so first time, first time in seven months that she has been outside of her COVID bubble. So. I am the queen. Beep, beep, boop, boop. So she is back, and she is uh, she's loving life, as you can tell. Yeah, that's good. Doing backflips and everything. Um, and everything. Steve, uh, Warner Brothers, the Batman is continuing to shoot in Liverpool despite the increased COVID nineteen crackdowns this week. Uh, the U.K. government put a tiered lockdown in place on Monday, but authorities are allowing the studio to move forward with the film. They, uh, the, um, they, they showed stills from the uh, set somebody captured uh, of um, uh, Rob Pattinson's stunt double uh-huh. in the costume. Man, it looks good. A spokesman for the Liverpool City Council said the new restrictions in Liverpool will not impact on filming in the city. Uh, the film office is working closely with every single production to ensure COVID and safe measures are in place and are being adhered to. Well, this is actually, the, both stories are uh, tangential to each other because, Preston, the queen is the stunt coordinator on this film. <laughs> oh. That's why she left Buckingham Palace. So last month, Robert Pattinson was diagnosed positive with coronavirus, shutting down the production temporarily. The film is now slated for release in March of 2022. Oh, wow. I know. Steve, speaking of Batman, did you see that um, Affleck and Damon launched a no maze yesterday? Yeah, we have the audio. I have the audio. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, Kate, uh, Case? Kathy? Kathy? Can you pull that up, please? Uh, Preston, I'm, I got this. Uh, it's right there. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Ben Affleck. I'm Matt Damon. And we'd like to invite you to come to L.A. and have lunch with us. And yeah, basically, we'll fly you and a friend to L.A. and you'll come home. Oh, oh, oh. 
You gotta spice it up. You gotta make it appealing, right? Spice it up. But like right now, no one wants to come have dinner with this guy. But let's do another shake and you like sell it. Okay. Push it. Tell them it's in their interest. Like, this people might be interested. Hey, you when go you go see Jason Bourne. Batman. Robert Pattinson's coming? No, Jeremy <laughs> Renner will be there. Jerry, Jerry Renner did not play Jason Bourne. He expanded the Bourne well, universe. Proved on it. Pattinson <laughs> took the job. You can't quite make it happen. I would have to see the video because that sounds like they were in a gymnasium while yeah. they were doing so it. So what he's saying is he says, you know, they're, they're, he's saying, well, Rob Pattinson's going to be there to Batman. And he oh. goes, no, but uh, Jeremy Renner's going to be there. And he goes, well, who wasn't really Jason Bourne? And he goes, well, he, he sort of redefined it and made it better. <laughs> uh, and so they're going back and forth. What it caught me is I actually had to look at when this was recorded because Affleck is completely... Uh, shaved. Well, I mean, not down to his pubes, but his, his, he's always rocking a little bit of um, yeah. a five o'clock shadow. He looks so much younger with yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Um, this is an interesting story, Casey. This is for you. All when, right. When Adam Sandler's recent Netflix movie, Hubie Halloween, started production in Massachusetts last year, it provided jobs to dozens of local actors. And as it turns out, the film also cost a local news anchor her job. Oh, I was no. sad to see this. Elena Pinto, former uh, morning anchor for WHDH Channel 7 News Boston, announced on Twitter Thursday morning that she was terminated by the station due to a contract violation for appearing in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, she wrote, Hi, friends, I have some news to share earlier this week. I was let go from 7 News. I am posting this because I want to be open and honest with all of you. Last year I participated in a cameo. And uh, Adam Sandler should be Halloween. In doing so, I mistakenly violated my contract with the station. And I understand why management unfortunately chose to terminate me. I'm deeply disappointed and saddened. And I hope that this would not be how things evolved. Uh, and then she thanks everybody and so on. In the movie, they, they, uh, the news crew with all yeah. the women <laughs> opt to dress as Harley Quinn. So, yeah, let's uh, do some young girls uh, on Halloween night. Yeah, and yeah. It was, so it, in oh, the man. scene, in the scene, uh, she discusses Salem's upcoming Halloween festivities and jokes with fellow female news station employees who have all chosen, like Steve said, to dress like Harley Quinn. Uh, and Tracy, uh, so Pinto's character says, Tracy, you went as Harley Quinn too? She asks uh, reporter Tracy Phillips, who's played by Sandler's wife, Jackie Sandler. And she says, sure did, Aaron. And then uh, she comes back with only one day a year to show your ex what he's been missing. <laughs> and then they start kind of dancing around a little bit. Uh, so she had joined 7 News in December of 2016 as a traffic reporter and previously worked in Burlington, Vermont as a morning news reporter. Uh, and oh. she was on air for uh, up until earlier this month. Uh, but Hubie, Hubie Halloween had wrapped up filming in Massachusetts in August of 2019. I think... So I guess maybe she didn't she didn't talk to them and tell them she was doing that. You always and I understand that, and and she apparently understands it because it wasn't an acrimonious uh, thing that she posted. But still, I listen. Still. I understand maybe a slap on the wrist or yeah. whatever, but firing her. Yeah, for showing up in a movie, f them, dude. It's, it's a pretty good f them in the hiney. Wow, Sorry, man. wow. I mean, right. I wish I could say he more. He loves the movie. I do yeah. love he's, the he's, movie. He's grown attached to the yeah. cast and so on. So, oh, that sucks. All right, uh, let's see. Let's do the clips. Oh, no movies. Uh, no, I don't have. No, there, there, movie there are no okay. movies that I saw opening up. No movies. Let's do the clips. So, in a creature-infested world, a man goes on a journey to find his lost girlfriend in love and monsters. In this clip, star Jessica Henwick, stars Jessica Henwick and Dylan O'Brien. Recall filming a scene where they're fighting a giant crab. That was a tennis ball on a stick. 
And then really? there was this blow-up crab that we had sometimes. Yeah, they, they would they would drag out this gigantic blow-up crab that they ordered two of from China. It was like to take a reference sometimes. Like it would obviously never be there when we were shooting, but it was hilarious that it even existed. But that whole set was real. Like they like made that whole beach set, so the environment was totally practical. <laughs> uh, Love and Monsters is available on demand now. Here is the next clip. In hopes of living an honest life, a bank robber turns himself in only to be double-crossed by two FBI agents in Honest Thief. In this clip, Liam Neeson discusses his first impressions when he read the script. That was a temp- Sorry. Man, his voice has changed. He's a good actor. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. I make people like me a nightmare for you, so you better bring my daughter back! <laughs> I think we're ready to go. This is Liam Neeson. Okay. Here we go. He sent me this script, and uh, I was I, I loved it. It was very unusual because it had, yes, there was, there was, there's action and stuff in it, and uh, including an amazing fight that uh, Kate gets involved in. And um, But it, it, it has a great heart. It has a wonderful love story underneath it and uh, of two people of a certain age. <laughs> Honestly, if he's now playing in theater. Remember when he made the declaration that he wasn't going to do anything action or anything? Uh, yeah, anymore. he did three more action movies <laughs> after that. In this clip, he really doesn't sound like he knows what movie he's talking about. I know. <laughs> and he sounds like he really doesn't care. Yeah. The concept is very simple. It's supposed to be a man who really loves Halloween. Uh, <laughs> but he's scared. Yeah. He's scared, and so he goes around and admonishes the children to enjoy the holiday and the spirit of the holiday without causing undue stress. Uh, yeah. All right, that's your entertainment report today. All right, let's take a break and come back in a little bit and dive into this thing. It still looks pretty dark out. It's mainly because we're going to have cloudy skies. We're going to have some rain through the course of the morning and cooler temperatures. Temperatures are going to drop as we go through this day, so just heads up. We're going to uh, settling into the 50s a little bit later on. So we'll come back in a moment. Kreischer's going to be on the show this morning. A bunch of other things to get to. We'll be right back. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. More this year than most. We really need your help to make Camp Out a success. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme during October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to purchase food that's a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. All right. um, Yeah, let's get into this, man, (laughs) because Kathy told us something (laughs) yesterday. We were having a phone conversation and, uh, you know, discussing, you know, guests on the show today and wrapping it up and so forth. It was, it was at the ass end of yeah. the conversation. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. And then she... Steve literally said, "Is there, does anybody else have anything? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And uh, by the way, it's funny because, Preston, you didn't know prior to this, my wife and I had had a conversation and I was saying how much I hate Facebook. Okay. And then <laughs> Kathy's story at the end of our conversation just reinforced it. Now. Yeah. With with Facebook and and even if you you know if you love it or you hate it, you do know that there is a uh, there's some etiquette involved. 
Standard human etiquette. Standard human etiquette. (laughs) And some of that would be, you know, not dragging personal. I mean, listen, people do get personal on Facebook. It's some of the most fun things to watch. Yes. Breakups on Facebook is pretty hilarious. Uh, Unless, of course, it's tragic. Right. Bad things are happening. But Kath tells this story because this is just. This is this is really a a this blind all- individual when it comes to etiquette. This is also fun. Yeah. Um, yes. So this person, uh, and I will say, I love this person very much. Um, and there's no names that are going to no, be used. No names whatsoever, because okay. uh, I do love him. I love his family, and um, but uh, he, you know, he's had some issues, and and. It doesn't surprise me that this was put out there, and I think he doesn't probably doesn't quite understand that you can't do this. But basically, what he did was describe in detail uh, all of the girls that he had sex with or had relations with in high school, uh, and in in very detailed, vivid detail, and named them by first and last names. Yes. So we're not saying, "Oh, what a wonderful weekend we had at the shore." It, this is uh, how many fingers were used? Yeah. It, it, yeah. And yeah, I mean the 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 type yeah. of pubic hair composition. Right, right, yeah. Oh my god. Um, how uh, certain bodily fluids were put in certain spots. I mean, flat out spelled. Yeah. Very wow. graphically, as on, if he's pre- on a post that he was commenting on. He, he was, didn't even start. It wasn't. Even, it, was wasn't on, it wasn't a. I'm I'm coming to terms with my life. It wasn't Preston. He was he was subpoenaed to deliver testimony. He, he's. This it just he's volunteering this to something that's not even his. Yeah. Oh, it, he's commenting on somebody I mean, else's. Casey, it was a yes. picture. So this a... is living on someone else's Page. timeline. <laughs> Stop it. That he, and when you do that, and he, but but the, mm. the the post starts out as like I, this is the first phone I've had in years. You know, my young niece had to teach me how to use it. So like, so he's new to Facebook. Oh yeah, I think yeah, oh, he's brand new. Wow. And I don't know if he doesn't know that, like, we can all do yeah. this. You know what? He might think yeah. it's just going to that person. To that person because it was on her page or something? Yeah. I'm, it's I'm quite really possible. Sure. If he's, well, that's possible. But the best part about all of this is that, um, <laughs> was that a very good friend of mine was one of the girls that he oh. talked about. Oh, no. Now, fortunately, God. she laughed about it. She was not upset. She just kind of was like, yeah, well, that's him. No. You know? Were you, were you mentioned? So in this? I was mentioned, but I didn't have sex with him. Uh, I was mentioned because he had <laughs> this. Listen, he mentions the party in this post where I, they're certainly not playing Parcheesi came from. Remember when my yeah. mom said yeah. my mom got mad because um, two people were trying to have sex or having sex on our trampoline. Well, he yeah. mentions this party and earlier in the day, uh-huh. another couple apparently had sex out in the woods and he, so he mentions that well, and so yes, he mentions my name. Again, history proves <laughs> your mother was right. They were not playing Parcheesi. They weren't playing Parcheesi. Playing no. Parcheesi. Oh, okay, Mm-mm. so does anybody jump in at any point, Kath, and say, dude, you can't write this stuff down. Like, don't do this. This is a Public forum, public right. forum and, and, you're being, and you're being an a hole. And Case. though it, it was on, some, even if he wrote it on his own, just on his own timeline, I would also say, dude, you can't you can't be naming people out like that. No. But the fact that he put it on someone <laughs> else's, yeah. hey, thought you might want to know, because all of the people that are friends with that person are going to see this. Yeah, and, I probably and associate it with them, kind of, sorta. And by I, the way, it's still there. Yeah, like it wasn't deleted. So she has the option to delete it. And yeah. it's not. It's still there. It's That's still interesting. Up. Have you talked to her directly? 
no, I no, we're just Facebook friends. Like we don't really. Um, okay. I don't even wow. have a phone number. Like, All I don't right. Know. I mean, because listen, if that were me and I saw that, I probably wouldn't publicly um, reach out to said person and say, hey, man, dude, take this down. Like, this is totally inappropriate. Right, right, right. But I would reach out to them privately. I would send them a DM. My or, guess is. Uh, maybe one of those of those uh, fruit, fruit things that look like a flower arranger, but it's actually yeah. fruit. Yeah. Because I've seen things on Facebook where I'm like, I can't believe you're. I can't believe you're putting this out there on Facebook, but they're at the same time they're not Listen, I necessarily don't... like naming other people and you know. Yeah, I mean that's like that's what I'm kind of shocked about is the naming of the people. But I will say I don't think that he quite understands. Uh, he, he, you know, mentally I don't think that he he understands what he's done. So I don't. You would label it. If more, I could say you would I don't label... necessarily fault him, I we just kind of found it funny because my friend thought it was funny. She wasn't offended, but okay. these other women that are named in here, I mean, they might be have some of them are married, have yeah. kids, kids now. Yeah. Like you so, know. so you, you're labeling it more as a very clumsy misstep <laughs> as opposed to something maybe done with maliciousness. Oh yeah, no, I don't think this is malicious okay. at all. Okay, how many? How many? Girls are oh my named gosh! There. I, there's there's tons and tons of people. Named. I mean, there are <laughs> really yeah guys named. Do you have any and, highlights? Did he did he, uh, did he make it with a guy? Any guys? No, no, no. Oh. But was he like a good looking dude? And he just kind of went off the rails at some point. Uh, I I don't want to yeah, I don't want to get into okay, him because okay. really I'm telling you he is. I love him. I love right. him to death. He is the sweetest person. One of one of my very, very good friends growing up. I, I want to see if other people have had uh, something similar happen. Maybe it was you that either posted this or someone else did about sharing graphic sex information and, and by name using it and posting it. Facebook, I, uh, other social media gets kind of, um, uh, you know, like Twitter can get kind of, it's quick, but Facebook but... allows you, I think, that's why I hate Facebook. It, it, it allows so many, it seems to allow many more opportunities for this kind of stuff. See, like for me, like, all right, so Twitter is just kind of, it's random people, like yeah. some people I know, some people I don't know, but like Facebook for me. Hope Solo's butthole. Facebook for me is only people that I, I know, right? People that I've gone to school with or worked with or, or played sports that's, with. Or, that's or, it. Yeah. And, and and so like I I will get Facebook requests from people that that listen to the show or or whatever yeah. and but that's not for them this you know right. and, and I don't same here I don't mean to sound I don't know how that sounds you're trying, but you're not my no, friend and that's for friends you're yeah, trying it's more personal to, yeah. yeah I know yeah. you have a a, a real life connection with a right. real uh, personal relationship I think you just nailed the reason that I find it's that I don't go on it because I I have people that I love in my life yeah who will get a platform and start going off and saying things. I'm like, well, that sounds really yeah. bad. And so you don't want to see people in that light. So I yeah. think that's why Facebook presents that way. Some things I'm able to compartmentalize, right? right. Um, <clears throat> and then other things I can't. So, Kath, I don't know who this person is, but if I pro- if I knew him the way that you know him and hear the way you're talking about him, okay, well, maybe I would have a little bit of sympathy but as an outsider looking in, I'm like, I, this dude is a total jerk. Right, like, why? Yeah. You can't really judge until you hear some of what oh, is written. God, right. <laughs> I wish we could, I wish you could read it on the air, well, but so it's just, see. it's um, too graphic. It's way too graphic. Yeah. 
I mean, it uh, reads like a, like a, a penthouse uh, letter oh, or a, oh, yeah. a there's, Playboy there's, letters. There's fingers and yeah. mouths and holes. <laughs> and, and loads. And loads. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, Being put in places. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, wow. And, 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 uh, and fine uh, peach fuzz hair on asses. Yeah, so that was my best friend. He was talking about. <laughs> oh, you don't mind sharing that? Okay. <laughs> no, she's fine. <laughs> she's Italian and she has blonde, fine, like uh, peach fuzz peach hair fuzz on her hair ass. On her oh. ass, yeah. That's and great teas. And, and, and great teas. Great tea. That was well, my favorite nice. highlight. Yeah. I, mean, I enjoyed that. that yeah, like, of all the graphic stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. The peach fuzz was fun. Yeah, <laughs> you um, guys know her. Uh-huh. In fact, and now we that's really her know new her. nickname. <laughs> now. What's up, peach fuzz? <laughs> all right, <laughs> Kathy. So he was very, very graphic, but he was only complimentary, right? He didn't say any bad <laughs> things about anybody, right? No case. So nothing. Just, like it was the it glass was, is half full. No, yeah. but honestly, like that's what it was. Like he was almost like reminiscing about good times. Okay. I already see your friend's uh, nickname uh, and it morphing. So it goes from Peach Fuzz to, to PF to PF Chang. What's up, man? Hey. Yo, PF Chang. Want some lettuce wrap? Peach Fuzz. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, he talks about when, like... God, can, you, can you read? Can no. you paraphrase? No, because I don't even know what I'm allowed to say. Let's use uh, some code words here to, to uh, uh, so that we can... Uh... Do you have a he passage you want me to read? Back then when girls had bushes... <laughs> Okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. He fun. was. Yeah. So you were. He was. He thought he was um, uh, doing some blasting action, <laughs> but couldn't tell because of the the volume of pubes. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. And so, the, you know, it's, somebody texts him. Why was he even telling this person about his sexual conquest? Exactly. What was, what was the kickoff? What got well, him started? Well, she was one of them. Okay. Um, nothing. There was no kickoff. There it was just, no start. It, it's just. Oh. Uh, it's a photo. Um, yeah, it's a photo. She had, I think she had reached out to him um, okay. to check on him, see if he was okay. And and so he received a missed call from her. And I guess instead of calling her back, he... Po- he, he wrote comments, a book. He wrote a book Dude, on her Facebook I'll, page. I guarantee you he thought it was a, like a direct a, message. A DM or something? I, just I going think to so. Her. I, oh. But I just, I don't understand why it's still up. You know what? I did that when I first got on Facebook a, a thousand years ago when, when Facebook just oh, came no. up. And, and someone had... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, the one who divergenized me. <laughs> right. I had written, uh, I just wrote on her timeline, I just wrote, hey, what's up, divergenator? Oh, no. And she got back to me. She's like, don't ever do that. This is never, ever you do like, that. You didn't I'm know like, what? I thought I, was, I thought I was sending something to you. And apparently it was. Everyone. This oh, is my school account. For everyone to see. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and it was, and nobody would know what that meant. I mean, well, specifically. I think, well, yes, it's, it's troubling, I, I think. But here's the deal. In that case, when I first started doing any aspect of Facebook or Twitter or whatever, I did a few test a few tests out to see who, you know, just to make sure who actually got it, got it. and which each icon meant <laughs> and uh, and so on and so forth. <laughs> I remember when I thought Instagram was, uh, you could just put filters on pictures. I had no idea that I thought after you put the filter on it, it just like saved in a, in a camera roll. I right. didn't realize that it was going out publicly and people were seeing it. <laughs> right. Here's something I've never heard of. Nick, have you ever heard of this? Yes. Okay. This uh, person texted and said, if an Italian girl has peach fuzz on her ass, she's called a Bellini. Yeah, a do you Bellini. Know, do you know what a Bellini is? I know the name. It's, but like, a, it's like a champagne style of a drink, and so it's a little fuzzy. Because so, it has peach in it. <laughs> yes, it's got a, a little Bellini. peach in it. I love yeah, it. but I've never heard that term applied to an ass. <laughs> I, I like it. Interesting. 
Wow. And, so, great, and great teeth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my well, God. That's, I mean, hey, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> right? Hey, I, well, uh, <laughs> right. Is any of it complimentary to the person seeing these posts? No, I don't think. I, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. I, th- I don't think that there was, uh, there was never any... He didn't mean to be mean or anything like that. I think he was reminiscing with this girl. Okay. But so I can't Danny, imagine. How many loads are we talking? <laughs> I can't God. imagine that one person named in this is actually okay with it. Like I said, my friend, I'm I'm sure she's she's not happy, but like she laughed about it. She was okay with the fact that you know, and and also nobody was tagged in it. It just was. Uh, it sounds written. like they, just first and last names first, written out yeah, completely. Dude, first yeah. and oh last names and and, 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 and Google yeah. Maps to their homes, yeah. right? <laughs> For some good finger blasting, yeah. you can't go wrong with and then hear the directions. Can you get into any kind of trouble? Uh, well, somebody like somebody that? brought that up. <clears throat> so uh, one of our other friends said, "Can can they sue him or, or something like that?" But I mean, for for what? I mean, I understand for because yeah. he wrote this, but like, what are you getting out of it? Yeah. Can't sue yeah, him for money. Can't there's, sue, well, so there's, there's no there's no threats there. There's so, no threat. There's no there's no there's it. Would it would it constitute you telling people about a sexual encounter just in general at a party? You know, I mean, is is that a violation? Is that slander? Is it liable? No, I don't think so. No. Um, you know. And what are, what are they going to get out of it? Maybe that it's just taken down? Like, yeah, I don't maybe. know. Yeah. Or maybe offers from places to help you remove that ass hair. <laughs> well, listen, she's done that already, yeah. I'm sure. Years ago, I shared a story on air. Um, and I'm not even going to indicate <laughs> this story, but this is early on. We were still a Y100 in media. And even in the story, I didn't indicate how I knew these people. I didn't say any names, but right. you know anybody that knew the story um, knew the people. And this did not go over well. <laughs> and I had to like I ate a lot of crow. Yeah, I, I, I was. I had to make phone calls and emails. And what did apologize. you do again? I'm sorry, I was reading. I, I just I had relayed a story on our show about something that had happened. Uh... I never relayed. I, I mean, I didn't say names. I didn't say how I knew people. But or they any, knew. But they knew, yeah. and it got to them. I've had that happen. And it was like, because um, it wasn't like a flattering story at all. But it was funny, and it's cra- and it was a crazy story. I've had that happen, too. And and I was like, it didn't bother. I'm like, you realize no one knows who I'm talking about but you, so right, but it, shut up. But they don't, they don't get a say in whether or not you say that on air, you know? So, like, you're just sharing a story for you that's funny, but for them... It can be really hurtful. Yeah, but if it, if it's anonymous, I know. It, it doesn't matter. I, do, I mean, from, in, yeah. in my mind, yeah, I mean, in your the mind, recipient's yeah. going to see it, or, or the the subject's going to see it differently. Yeah, yeah, and and I've told stories on the air that I think are funny, <laughs> and get back to the person. Casey, did you ever say anything on air uh, afterwards? Were there ever oh, any follow ups? N- oh no, no, no. Okay, no, because um, nothing I said was untrue. Right, it just wasn't a great story for the people involved. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I, I just was like, so, but I, I, and I'm glad I learned that early on that, uh, you know, no matter how much you think you're couching it and hiding the information, it can still, well, maybe not everything is, is, uh, for grabs is up for grabs for for me to share on the air. Well, that's a lesson that you can, that, that we learn in broadcasting. Um, it can, the same can be said for social media. That that I think probably everyone has learned a lesson Completely. Like, like that, where you've posted something, you're like, I had, this wasn't my intention, it turned out to be, uh, you know, somebody d- didn't care for it, and then you have to weigh what that means to you after that. But these are, these are lessons that I think that we've all learned. Now that everybody does have some 
sort of public forum. Granted, it might be smaller than others. Uh, it's still uh, public and it could be amongst friends. Um, but, yeah, I've said things on the radio that have come back to bite me in the ass. I'm like, oh, guess I won't be doing that anymore. <laughs> and so, But it's a lesson you learn. You it know? is. You make and these is. mistakes, and the same thing can happen in social media. And I would hate your advice, though, yeah. to, to port that over to social media. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, in every way possible, over-edit yourself. You will never go wrong. Well, and there, it's different, Steve, when we say it on air because <laughs> we're just telling stories, right? And we think yeah. sometimes... We're just telling stories amongst ourselves, and, and these are just words that are coming out of our mouths. Sure. When you when you read the written word, that there's a difference, and so there writing is. it on social media, writing a post down, putting it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, there's an impact that's different when you actually see those words written in front of you. When you see load on back, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. For example, where the, the nuance is yeah. not there. Yeah. The, those the tone, ten, those the ten whimsic, letters. The whimsical <laughs> smile. Oh, my God. The sing-songy like delivery. Yeah. About the sweet medical sales rep. The like, little, the little winky I mean? face afterwards. <laughs> oh, my God. Were you going to share something you looked like you were hesitant? No, I burped and uh, somebody heard oh, it. Okay, I, I got thought. you. All right. Uh, hang on. Now, this is accidental stuff here. I'm going to go to Rob on the phone. Say, hey, Rob, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Rob? I, uh, yeah, I have a pretty embarrassing story about Facebook. It wasn't uh, physically Facebook. It was Facebook Messenger. And uh, I do construction work, so we all have a pretty dirty mind. And <laughs> so we sent uh, pictures to her, so, you know, each other on uh, Facebook Messenger. And one night after a couple drinks, I guess I had pushed the button where it was a family <laughs> chat oh, no. and sent a dirty video to Every single person in my family. How 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 bad was it? How how on, on the level of uh, you know zero to ten in really filthy stuff? How how deep was it? Uh, about one thousand. Oh my oh, god! Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. So I found out uh, because my aunt called my mother and tried to explain to her that she thinks I that know that gentleman. Thought <laughs> 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 my Facebook got hacked. So, oh, you got your oh. Facebook got hacked. So you just lied. Yeah. So I, I just said, you yeah, just I think that my Facebook got hacked. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, well, actually, that's I not bad. Yeah, I know, I know a guy that uh, was posting some trash about his ex-wife on Twitter, uh, and he'd been drinking. Thanks, Rob. Oh, and, the, and the next day, he was like, oh, my God, my Twitter got hacked. The hacking <laughs> thing is, being, yeah. is less and less credible. It's oh, been yeah. used a lot now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can read the part that I mentioned in, okay, right. if you want, because it, it, this is the non-graphic part. Because you got, do. You, How many got you guys know I wasn't having sex at that time. No, yeah. no, you were playing. You were actually playing. I Parcheesi. was playing Parcheesi in the house with my mom. <laughs> 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 yes. All right. So it says then we tried at Kathy Romano's birthday party. Uh, Joe was having sex with Jane, and we were in a little wood patch, and it was light out. There was no darkness, and again, she tries to sit on me, and it wasn't happening. I was so embarrassed. So that's not that bad, but that's uh, that was my mention. Okay. That, that was, was my shout yeah. out. You, look, it goes on. I'm just I oh. read the part I could. Kathy, is it <laughs> one long post? Yeah. Okay, Casey. She. It, it's. It looks like a like a novella. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. And, and here, and, do you want me to read about my friend? Please. Yeah. Uh, I think this is. This, we, we need I, a little bit of this to because. Please. If you're just tuning in, some of it gets really, really graphic. Like, I did this in her, yeah. and I, you know, it I don't happened. even know that I can read this. So we were I, in the living room. It was dark. I, there were other people there. She had great teas, too. Yeah. Uh, do it. Can I read that, Steve? Uh, Let Steve uh, read it. <laughs> no. I, you say okay. it. Okay. 
So I had a boner and she was manually stimulating. Okay, yeah. Okay. She's Italian. But much more graphic than that. Yeah, okay. she's Italian. She had those those fine blonde hairs on her ass. <laughs> but it was dark. How did he Bellini. know there were blonde hairs? <laughs> but I have to imagine the mind of the of this guy who says very sweet and have been nothing but, uh, but, but complimentary yeah. of him. You love yeah. him to death. But I have to hatch. Hmm. <laughs> How do, okay, so, uh, you know, I think I'm going to include this part, you know. Uh, in other words, what... What didn't make the editorial process? At what point did he say, no, I can't include that? But at the end, I, he, he does say, oh, geez, I hope you're not mad at me for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he has a moral compass, you know? Mm. He doesn't want to offend her. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? Should I include gang banging the dog? <laughs> yeah. No. Put that out. That's too much. We promise never to talk. Gosh, about I wouldn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. I've never seen anybody. I've never seen anybody post anything like that. I mean, from from my old school friends, I've never seen anybody mention trysts or even even lightly. Even even you know, I mean, Preston, that's penthouse form. Yeah, that's penthouse mm-hmm. form. And even penthouse form would be a little bit more euphemistic. Wow. Hang on, I'm going to go to Monica. Hi, Monica. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Monica? Um, I wanted to say that my friend accidentally um, posted a Facebook Live of himself uh, pleasuring. Oh, no! Oh, oh, God. God. Oh, 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 oh. How do you do that? Wow. Okay, Let, it, question. My question. account was hacked. <laughs> question. Was Monica, hacked. did he yeah. not know? Was it a guy? Yeah. Okay. Did he not know that he was filming himself? Did that happen by accident? Or is this like video that he had made and accidentally put it on Facebook? He thought he he's not very good with electronics <laughs> and he thought he was sending a video to his girlfriend privately. <sighs> okay, so he made the video on purpose. I wasn't no. sure if he accidentally was going live. live. And ladies was, and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, 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 Dave is going live with something. Let's see what it is. So first of all, I'm curious how long something like that would last before it's taken off. Oh, it was on all day. Oh. He, he could not take it off. He, he didn't know how to delete stuff. Everybody oh. was trying to teach him. We couldn't oh. get a hold of him. Oh my god. Oh, what, what did was his face visible in it? Oh, there's no there's no way where you could go. Oh, my God. Someone must have had. No, please understand yeah. that someone hacked into my account and got one of my self-pleasuring videos. It's like, yeah, oh, no. Well, 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 no, that doesn't work either. Oh. He had to delete his account altogether. In well, the end because they could Yeah. Facebook did, wouldn't message him back on how to get rid of it. So that he just had to delete it and start a new Facebook. Oh, wow. <laughs> Facebook wouldn't even help him get. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was reporting it, um, and it just wouldn't go away. That's such wow. a crock of crap. Okay. Thank mm-hmm. you, Monica. Sure. You know what? Remember the scan that was going around, and it still pops up now and then. You'll get an email. Uh, it was in the so reported on the news a couple times, too. I, I, I got one um, where they say we've been we've hacked into your, into your camera on your computer. Oh, right. And we have videos of you, so of you taking care of yourself. I've never seen that. No, yeah, okay. And, and so if you don't send Bitcoin was what they yeah. were asking oh, you yes, for. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Get that to them. And, uh, and I, you know, I said, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Steve, my, my, it happened to my dad. He called me because he was so worried about yeah, yeah. it. And he was like, I've never done this. I don't know what they're talking about. But like, it's an effective scam well, because they have your full name. Right. And they say, have you ever done this thing? We have a record of you doing it. And they have somehow 
found ways to like hack portions of your passwords. So what they do is, is I, I, I always use super, I have LifeLock, I have everything out right. of the yin yang. They managed to get one thing of an account that I never use and paired it with it with a quasi wow. version of a, and that's how I knew it was completely, yeah. you know. Because but I could see somebody I, I mean, I have hours it. of self-pleasuring videos. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I, I said, you can buy them on my OnlyFans page. Here's my yeah. DVD. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Brian here. Brian, you're on the air, man. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, so, bud. I, uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with social media, but it was more of a text mishap. Okay. I was at work and I was texting a group message in my, you know, high school buddies or whatever. And then also simultaneously, uh, texting my girlfriend at the time. And when I was texting my girlfriend, we were talking about, uh, pretty much everything under the sun that right. you could think of. And Sexually, you're saying, going right? Going back and forth. Yeah, going back and forth between the two uh, text messages. And I just got done texting this huge novel that was supposed to go to my uh, girlfriend at the time, but I sent it to the group message. Oh, no! <laughs> I didn't realize until about, like, five minutes later. And I, like, I'm thinking I'm supposed to get a message back from her. And I checked my phone, and then I realized who I sent it to. I was like, oh, my God. And I just got roasted. Sure. Of course. What's the procedure with recalling a message? And, and can you recall you a message? Not a text message. The group text, what was the, the makeup of that group? Um, guys and girls, just guys? guys. Clergy <laughs> members? All right, at least it was just guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah it, was, it was it was all kinds of stuff, butt stuff, fingers. All right, thank you, Brian. Appreciate you know what? It, it used to be Preston, and I was just remembered of this because I was going through some of the audio files. The um, who's the dude from Extra um, who left the message? Oh, 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 Pat O'Brien. Pat O'Brien. Yeah. Uh-huh. Messages on answering machines, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then all of that stuff, and then it, it and and um, it, that would be the way that this would leak out. Now you have many more opportunities to hit the wrong button and f up. Kathy said he, the, the last caller mentioned all okay, butt stuff. Was any butt stuff mentioned in his? Uh, did, um, he, did he ever get there? No, there was no butt stuff mentioned because okay. he, well. Like he was talking about high school sex, so I don't, I don't know. Are you into butt stuff then? You're into anything. Yeah. Okay. You're into anything. Know. anything that's you know me, open. I wasn't having butt stuff. Uh, hey, uh, Peach Fuzz is on the hotline. Oh, no yes, way. Great. Yes, seriously. So uh, let's go. Yo, P.F. Chang, what's up? <laughs> yes. Thankfully, laser hair removal has solved Yes, right? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's been... I, in your defense, I will say that the Peach Fuzz, uh, my, I, my wife, you know, not that she's... She's got a delightful little derriere. That uh, <laughs> got a hairy ass. No, no, but there's a there's a there's a nice that little, little fuzz. soft and I yes and I fuzz and I good. happen to think it's wonderful. So, All right, yeah. so we'll, we'll leave your name out of this. I guess Kathy's been leaving. Does it matter at this no, point? No, yes, I didn't say her name. Like everybody doesn't know it's me. It's fine. Who cares? All right, so Alicia, uh, so what? Uh, what you find this? You, you think it's funny? You know what? It's almost like it's almost shocking to me because I keep getting mentioned and shouted out and like I, it's just jaw dropping. Honestly, the level of detail like that he's also remembering in these occurrences and and I was only part of this whole rant, this whole sex rant, just like one or two times. But it's like 
what is going on here? I'm actually shocked that this is happening. I'm not, I feel bad for the guy, so I'm not going to get angry or whatever, but. Okay. Um, do, you, do you concur with, with Kathy's take that he's, he's, he's a lovable guy and is just maybe a really lumbering sort of attempt to invest himself, of, of, of participating in a conversation and he played it wrong? One hundred percent. This guy is the sweetest, nicest. Like hmm. you know, he's he's just now sober, so he's reemerging okay. into you know okay. socializing, and these are the memories that he has. And yeah, he just wants to talk and rant, and I don't think there's any ill intent behind it. Um, and that's why, like I said, I I can't be mad about it. Because okay, well that's it that's very that's that's very accommodating. That is. Beach Fuzz, do you yeah. have any memories of, of of that night? Like, do you like is anything that he wrote down that it jar any memories for you? I mean, he's pretty spot on. I mean, I would have, I would have not remembered that had he not just laid it out in every single detail. I mean, from like you would have not remembered well, pleasure, and also remember, remember, you it. you got stellar reviews on everything. Yeah. So so uh, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> not for anything. Yeah, but your Yelp your, score, your, is your body got a great, <laughs> a great review. Your your attention it was was excellent. He so. said he said her teas were good, and yeah. we're on a, a you know text chain with some friends and. She, she said, well, you should see them now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's fine. It, it, like I said, and again, it noted, I don't know how much of it Kathy read. You know, I did not go all the way. I don't know no. if we've no. covered that. Yeah. But, no, we did. But what we were Thank you. Yeah, what we were saying was some, these poor other people, these other girls that we went to school with who are named and, and did, and, and there's more detail than what he okay. described um, for you. And, and I'm just thinking of... What know, if they're not them, as liberal in their thinking? Well, and like a few, like, you know, I know one girl is married, has two sons, like, oh my, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, her husband, son, or even anybody, who cares? It was when they were in high school. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. you know, any, but like, dear God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty detailed also, like, again, taking me out of the equation because mine was pretty innocent. It's pretty detailed in those other girls, like what he's saying. And for high school, it's pretty like forward. And, you... No, it, it is. That's what, that's what kind of uh, caught, I mean, it, when Kathy brought it up and, and started to raise the, the, uh, the, the, the narrative here and then the graphic nature you know, it's it's almost like a, a Christmas story meets Penthouse. <laughs> you know, like fond memories. Yeah, yeah. It really, it really is. It's 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 pretty it's pretty shocking. And I think what I've learned is I'm not before of these. You know, when he would post and say and mention people's names, I would like and comment. You know, because I felt bad and I want. I I don't know. I want to show him support. Now I am not liking or commenting anything in hopes of because that comes up in my feed if I'm liking it. So God forbid, you know, my coworkers or someone. Mm-hmm. gets wind of these crazy posts i'm just I, you, you I'm don't want that so what, so what but, she's talking about there there were there have been other times where he'll tag people and nothing like this yeah. at all mm-hmm. um mostly just saying like he's so proud of right. the people he knows who you know like you know me i'm on the radio manually station, stimulated you know. him <laughs> no stop <laughs> it no but like some of our friends that have you know have done things um my friend nick who was in here a few months ago who the has chef. that show on the chef who has the show on netflix he'll tag him and say you know it's great watching you i'm so proud of you they're, they're actually nice but just the way it's written it's like effing this and you know yeah. <laughs> you're like i don't know if i want that on my news now you have to remember that so that also reminds people of the protocol uh involved in facebook and when you like certain things who sees that you like like those certain right. things and when you comment on other things yeah who is uh, uh, able to see that as well yeah, same like thing generates. on twitter yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Wow. No, one of one of mine, though, just really quickly, is I posted one of my Fox clips, and I've got Jarek tagged, Alex tagged, the entire crew. He commented in, in an entire paragraph, like Kathy said, with curse words and all this stuff, with all of them tagged in it. Interesting. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, if anything comes from this, it's a great new nickname, Elisa. So, oh, come on. Peach Fuzz. I, I think, listen, it's, it's endearing. Anymore. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know you there do, you go. but you always will in our mind. Yes. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye, you See guys. a peach fuss. Right. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. It's it's very interesting. It's it's really really graphic. Um, and it's funny because uh, in a sense that you know obviously it those days meant a lot to him and and that yep. he remembers them in fond yeah vivid detail. Yeah. Yep. Sure does. Wow. Okay. I We're remember just... waiting for my decoder ring when I was finger blasting a neighbor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, thank you for sharing. We need to take a break and come back. We're going to get into the bizarre file, and we're also going to talk to uh, a guy that has done some great work to help us out at the Camp Out for Hunger and is going to do the same thing this year, and you might want to be a part of what he's got planned. So we'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Tala. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Paula, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Man, do I have some stories for you. Let's get to it now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. <laughs> Sponsored by Robin's Diamonds in tax-free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. Well, a UK man has been charged with assault after allegedly... Farting in an Uber and attacking the driver for protesting about it. So he farts. The pro the uh, the driver takes issue with it, and that begins a fight. That's correct. Uh, the defense lawyer Anthony Bignal had told the Bristol Crown Court about his client's behavior, saying he behaved in an unattractive manner that night. The the odiferous incident had reportedly occurred. When James Mallet let rip in the back of the ride while on the way to a local nightclub with three other people. Uh, and this was the final straw for the Uber driver named Alexander Bonchev, who had allegedly suffered abuse at the hands of other passengers. So Pro- he had had a bad evening. Yeah. Prosecutor James Scott. I think these these guys were being... Okay, I got it. I was wondering, you know, for example, it was an accidental fart, but this seems to be an aggressive fart. Prosecutor James Scott (laughs) said Bonchev told Mallet to leave the vehicle, whereupon the flatulent fare offered to fight the driver and struck him in the head. Bonchev reportedly responded in defense by punching Mallet in the face, knocking him to the ground. At that point, a young lady who was with Mallet reportedly persuaded him to leave. Police encouraged the unruly passenger a little while, a little while later, sporting a cut on his uh, bottom lip, uh, he was plainly intoxicated. They said, uh, Scott told the court that Mallet was abusive to police as well. Nonetheless, uh, Bignall said his client has been described as a polite, helpful, well-behaved, and courteous man. Would you describe the fart for the court? Uh, was it a squeaker? 
Uh, fortunately, he admitted to assault occasioning uh, actual harm, which landed him a six months jail term, six hundred fifty dollars fine, one hundred twenty hours community service. <laughs> it was one of those. Those are funny. They are funny. Uh, the order had uh, proven worse for Bonchev, the driver. He was unable to work due to a broken finger sustained during the fight. Uh, so, yeah, he lost, good. His, lost his Uber job, too. Uh, employees at a Dollar General store in Martin, Kentucky, had a pretty testy shopper pay them a visit Wednesday morning. And the claws came out quite literally. A bobcat was found inside the store Whoa. near the deodorant aisle. Uh, police were able to safely capture it and remove it from the store. Uh, thankfully, no employees or customers were injured, and neither was the bobcat who was released into the wild. Uh, That'd freak you out. They have a yeah. bobcat at the Elmwood Zoo. It's gorgeous. Uh, Dollar General did not immediately respond for comment. Okay, here we go. <laughs> California man who put his semen in a female co-worker's water bottle. Oh, my. Come on, man. And a jar of honey and on her computer's keyboard has been jailed for two and a half years. Stevens Millicastro was convicted of sexual battery for sexual purposes. He was sentenced to serve time in jail on Tuesday. Does this guy have a Facebook account? (laughs) 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 Millicastro was obsessed with his co-worker and stared at her incessantly after she had turned him down for a date. Authorities said the woman reported the issue to her boss, who spoke to Milan Castro, but he didn't stop his unwanted behavior. I know how to win her over. The woman then filed a formal human resources complaint, which led to Milan Castro using his semen to get back at her. It's horrific. He placed it several times in her half-full water bottle, which she noticed as a cloudy substance. Also in a jar of honey she used for tea and on her computer keyboard. Authorities said the woman noticed a milky white substance in her water bottle on several occasions. Uh, the wholesale business then set up a surveillance set of surveillance cameras to uh, face the victim's desk. And after one of the incidents, she asked her boss to look over the footage. In the video, Melan uh, Castro was seen smearing it on her keyboard and mouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he did this because he likes her? Yeah, he yes. did. Yes. Okay. But you know the, the bizarre contorted minds that some of these... Well, people have. She turned him down for a date, so, wow. you know, he's. this is him getting back at her. How dare I she? I know how to woo her. Uh, investigators later confirmed that it was his in her water bottle and honey. Oh. Uh, the victim consumed the honey for a period oh. of time, not knowing. There's semen in the honey over oh. there. His uh, attorney <laughs> yeah. agreed that his client... Uh, uh, Engaged in highly inappropriate behavior. Well, what if he's diseased? Uh, but he was ordered to register as a sex offender after the court rejected an argument that his client committed the crimes as an act of revenge rather than of sexual gratification. So, dude is going to jail for that. <coughs> Two years plus, you said, right? Yep, 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 yep. All right, and then uh, one last story. This is a follow-up. Killer whales off the coast of Spain are living up to their name, but instead of targeting great white sharks, pods of fish, or seals, they have done, in the, as they've done in the past... They're now after people's boats. I covered this story a little while back, but there's a follow-up to this. Have they figured out why? Several scientists think the killers of the deep are attacking yachts and boats due to injuries several of them sustained over the summer from rudders. So they see the boats as aggressors. They're getting back. That does make sense. And because they're Spanish killer whales, they use castanets, correct? Uh, Yes, they do. And it sounds lovely. Uh, There have been at least 33 of the bizarre attacks in northern Spain in the Straits of Gibraltar and off Portugal since July in which the orcas surround small craft 
and deliberately ram the ship's rudders and attempt to tip them over. Well, that that makes sense. They, they see them as a threat. The attacks have caused severe damage and in some cases disabled the ships. The problem has become so severe, authorities are warning small craft not to sail in those seas. Uh, the trigger, this is a, an expert said, the, the trigger for this strange and aggressive behavior could have been an adverse rea- incident that the orcas had with the boat and in which the speed of the boat could have been a critical factor. Do they believe... For the moment, we have no clear evidence of when it happened, nor can we say uh, for sure what kind of boat may have been involved. The researchers added that as a result of possible injury by boat, the orcas, orcas may have felt compelled to act when they saw a sailboat in order to slow it down by going after its rudder. Do they believe these whales are all part of the same pod? They don't know. Because okay. it's in a wide area. Yeah. So uh, terrified boat owners were not consoled by the news. So, no. Wow. And that is what I have for you in the Bizarre File. All right. Camp Out for Hunger is coming up on the 16th of November. Earlier. Two weeks earlier than we normally have it. But, and this is so true to form, uh, people have been coming forward who have been involved in the past and want to help out again. And one of the things that's been going on for several years is the Porsche Club of Philadelphia having their Philafrunk uh, event. Uh, the Frunk is a front truck. Right. Um, so... Uh, last year, it turned into a complete car show. Which was fantastic. Absolutely. And uh, they want to do it again. And we have the man uh, who's behind it all. He is the president of the Porsche Club of America, the, the Philadelphia region. Uh, Jeff Walton is yeah. here. Yo, Jeff. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic now that I got my rebate check from my insurance company. <laughs> I can buy one extra jar of peanut butter for Phil Trump. Very <laughs> you good. Go. Very good. All right, so I said fill a frunk, but it is is it now fill a trunk? Yes, fill a trunk because we invited all car clubs from the Delaware Valley to participate now. So right. Jeff, last year, obviously, and it's the first year, and it was honestly, I was looking forward to the to the big, uh, um, you know, year two for the event. There was yeah. a band; it was great. I mean, there was just it was it was a car lover's dream, and even just people you know who like cars. Uh, it was just great. And here we are, year two, and kind of had to immediately modify the success that was last year. Uh, uh, yes, we had uh, twenty-seven car clubs last year, over eight hundred cars. I think we uh, we wow. brought a total of one hundred and sixty-two thousand pounds of food with us. Jeez. Um, so this year we scaled it back. Uh, well, not not participation. We want as much participation in the Delaware Valley as possible. If you have a car club, I don't care what it is. It's Tesla owners or Ferraris. You come down, uh, Volkswagens. You name it. We have the Mini Coopers now. But um, so we're going to meet. We we have um, staging times now, and we're going to meet in uh, Wells Fargo parking lot. Uh, you meet. You either drive down as a uh, entire club, or you meet your club down in the parking lot, and then you know a couple minutes later, um, we'll drive over to Xfinity Live and drop off everything for us. So the um, the, the 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 event as it was its first year, um, the whole idea was that over the course of campouts prior to this. When you guys would show up, it'd be so amazing, but it would, you know, it'd, it'd stall everything because there was just so much happening and people couldn't get in. We said, let's, well, you said, let's make this a separate event. Let's make this work this way. Um, yeah, and I, I think this is a, a good fix. Hopefully, you know, we can be back to a, a better situation next year. Yeah. So, so everyone's in. And when I walked around that event, every type of car was represented. So if you and your neighbor have one particular type of car, Call yourselves a club and participate because yeah. it's an amazing thing. 
Yeah, I don't care if it's, you know, yeah, there's a lot of cars and coffees around. So if you guys get together every Saturday, well, hey, on Sunday, why don't you, instead of getting together on Sunday, come on Saturday, grab your uh, gear and uh, come on down and unload for uh, uh, camp out. Because, you know, now more than ever, our neighbors, the hospitality industry has got, yes. you know, wrecked. And uh, we, we need to help those guys because I, I used to come from that company, you know, uh, from that area. And a lot of those people live paycheck to paycheck. And, yeah. you know, there's just so many more people who need food. Hey, so, Jeff, just, by the way, is it going to be on Sunday, November 15th? Is yeah, that the, yeah, a, we're, okay. we're, we're kicking off your, your event. Uh, we're going to be from 10 to about 4, 4.30 or so. Okay. Uh, even if you don't have a car club, we're open. We're, we're going to have uh, boxes there to take food on, on your behalf. Uh, just in case people can't get there during the week. Um, okay. And, you know, again, this eliminates 200 cars coming on a Wednesday night during the rain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you guys can get to sleep a little earlier because I think you know, you're closing down a little earlier now. Yeah, now. we've modified our the event, is, yep. and we haven't spelled out the, the, the absolute specifics, but it's more of a, a drive-up, drive-through. There, There's going to be fun things happening, but it's not going to be a tent jam full of people. We can't do that. We're obviously within the city uh, restrictions, and we have to be minding everything. We don't want it shut down because this needs to happen, as you eloquently pointed out, this year more than ever. We need for this one to come off successfully. So, uh, But, yeah, uh, we'll, we're, we're, we're uh, wrapping up at 7, and then we have some after-dark things that we're doing uh, You know, that will be online. But this, is, this sounds like a great fix to, um, you know, to, to make sure this happens and happens in a way that's safe and still gets that food out there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we've been talking with Phil Abundance and how they're going to unload and everything. And, you know, we're going to have signs everywhere. Um, you know, don't get out of your car. The volunteers will take everything. Um, you know, just things of that nature. And we are also going to weigh each individual car club. I know you might be getting away from that down the road. But, you know, we're going to weigh each other, each car club, because all the car clubs are national. Hey, what do we do last year? Can right. This year. Yep. So, I mean, we have the Corvette clubs. We have, you know, every type of club, Audi Club and Mopar. And, and of course, we have Jackson's Jeep Club and our, our Delaware Valley Porsche clubs. And um, so it's going to be a good time. I, think. I, I, I want to see a more formidable showing from the Audi Club. Last year, there was just a couple. And I think there should, uh, maybe I'll come down and join with, uh, with you know. Do. Yeah. Are because, you in, involved in the Audi Club? Uh, but no, but. I, I, I assume one would adopt me if I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. if I put the call out. So yeah. Audis are scheduled right around uh, one, one o'clock. Yeah, awesome, awesome. All yeah. right, so here's here's what you do. We we have the details all spelled out at uh, wmmr.com or pressandsteve.com. Either one, it's easy to see. It says fill a trunk, a literal food drive because you are going to be driving this there. And uh, Jeff is is stuck with this and and really been the. Uh, uh, the driving force and, and not only organizing it, but coming up with new ideas to help this uh, keep increasing in size. And, and uh, it's really an awesome thing that you do. And, and it's great to see all the car clubs coming together. It's not oh, just separate clubs. Great. They're doing it as, as just proud car owners. <laughs> and I think it's a really cool thing. And it's a very social thing as well. And obviously, everybody's going to be masked up and, and following the, uh, the proper protocols. So we just wanted to get that out there, that it is indeed happening. And it will be on Sunday November 15th. So get the details, get your club together, 
Uh, you got time to do it. We're still a few weeks away, and uh, and it should be a lot of fun. So we're yeah. looking forward to it. And again, you guys did an excellent job of um, you know broadcasting it you know, right before the event too. So uh, cool. we thank you for that. And again, any car club, any car, you just can't get down there during the week. Come on down during uh, the weekend. We're the kickoff event, and we will help you guys uh, out. And excellent abundance. We'll You're do the best this way this year, and then hopefully next year do what you did the first year because it Correct. was awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff, so, have a great weekend, man. Hey, it's good to talk that. to you. All right, Thank see you, you. President of the Porsche Club of America, Philadelphia region. And uh, even if you're just, a, you know, not just a car club uh, person, if you're a car fan, oh my God. Uh, you, can, you can come down and, I mean, you know, he mentioned a few of them, but yes, there will be, you know, uh, that that gigantic Porsche Club and there's a Ferrari Club. Yeah, I never uh, you, you never saw Mustangs, a... BMWs, you know, and and these people mod out their vehicles and things. It's great. You never saw Jackson as happy mm-hmm. at, at this event with the Jeep guys, and then they had like I think they had two McLarens there. Yeah, uh, and it was it was really something to see. Yeah, excellent. All right, happy to have hear that that is happening. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment around nine. Our buddy Kreischer is going to be on. Yeah, some other things. Got. I think we're going to play. A game here. I, yes. I think I get to play a game. Bye. I, I, I did back. it so you could what play. Man? All right, we're going to be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Steven Singer Jewelers is not in the jewelry business. He's in the love business. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple things going on here. Uh, we're a little light on prizes this week, and we wanted to play a game, so, and. I never get to play a game, <laughs> so Steve has come up with a game that I get to play, Yeah, and we get to have a good time doing that, but I tell you what, even though we don't have much as far as prizes to give away, at the end of this particular segment, of which there will be no prizes given away for the game, I do have something that you can call in and win. Oh, all right. So make sure you hang close, because we'll do that. Yeah, we're just doing this for fun, Kevin. That's what I thought. Yep. That's what I thought. All okay. right, so... Uh, Steve, you want to tell us about sure. the game, please? Well, I'm nowhere near as good a game guy as you are, but I, uh, I I heard you bemoaning the fact, and it's right, you never actually get to play the games. So, I came up with a game called Second Fiddle. And Second Fiddle pertains to those second characters, those supporting characters, those tertiary characters on, uh, on shows that, um, you know, and movies... That maybe they're you know that they've they've caught your attention I or they, they've become known. Yeah. Sometimes you hear a character and you never know they had a full name, uh, and so I'm going to parse out how I deliver these as far as um, you know. I'll, I'll make it a little bit competitive. Some of these are very obvious, and some of them you may know uh, you know as I give you the second and third clue. Okay. So uh, I won't tell you initially whether it's a television show or a movie. And if you don't get it, I'll move on to the second clue. But I think there's a lot of these. Are we guessing so, the name? So here's the deal. You'll okay. start off. You'll give us a name. I'm going to give you the name. And then and you have to if guess. you know the answer, we're going to buzz in. We have these exactly. sounders here. So I'm, I'm going to play. This is mine. That's my favorite. This is Casey. Hold the, the little speakers oh, on yeah. the bottom of you. Hold it up. To you. That's Kathy. Wait, do you have the same one? No, no, no. no, no Casey did it twice. That's mine. That's Kathy and that's Nick. 
Okay. Kathy hates these buzzers, by the way. So Steve Steve will give the name. We buzz. If nobody buzzes in, you will then follow it up. With a second clue. With a second clue. And I'll decide what clues and how I'm going to parse them out. Okay. And then uh, we need somebody to keep score. Connor? Moose. Score? All right. Moose is going to keep score. All right. All right. Uh, let's play second fiddle. All right. I'm going to give you the first name. You guys ready? Yeah. All right, Kathy, you're not looking at the list, uh, are you? Okay. I can't I know you like to that. cheat. Okay. First name is Joseph Pulaski. Joseph Pulaski. This is going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> this is from a movie. Okay. You might know the nickname Joseph Blue Pulaski. Oh. I think that was Casey. That no, I don't know it. I actually. Oh, it was, uh, okay. Did anybody else buzz in? No. Oh, it was me. Oh, oh old school. Yes, exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. Give a boy, blue. Holy cannoli! I got wow. one. Well, I want you to win this one, Preston. Thank you, Steve. So, Preston, right. actually, I think you're going to be really good at this because you are so good at. Remembering people's names from movies, I will go through an entire movie, and I just I'm like, oh yeah, the guy that Kevin Casey, Bacon played. Casey, same I, thing. Yeah. I, I don't remember like the the most common name that would be in a movie. I, yeah, can't I, I kept it. that in mind, so I tried to hit ones that you might get. I get some sitcom stuff for you. All right, some movies that I've heard you talk about, and cool. Nick. All right, so we'll go through. All right, the next name, second fiddle, Pedro Sanchez. Oh, yeah, that's Nick. Is that Major League? Preston? That's Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Thank oh. you. <laughs> I got two. Wow. Not only that, you picked the violin sounds. All right. <laughs> Actually, Marissa did. I, I helped her. Right. She did. Well, Marissa's always the best. Mm-hmm. All right. Name number three. Okay. Harry Dunn. That's Dumb and Dumber. Nice job, right. Casey. Second fiddle is the name of the game. Secondary characters, by the way. All right. This next second fiddle named Lucius Fox. Oh, I know that one. Nick? That's uh, Batman Begins Dark Knight Trilogy. It's uh, Morgan Freeman. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody's on the board except for Kathy, right? I think you're right. That's shocking. All All right. Well, Kathy just had a huge uh, sex scandal revealed this morning. <laughs> she's still, she's still really dealing did. with that. The next name up, Walter Subcheck. Walter Subcheck. Wow. And I'm sorry, Steve, you said this is movies and TV shows? Yeah. I'm going to give you the clue now. Yes, okay. movies and TV shows. Walter Subcheck. All right, we'll give you a second clue. Movie. Walter Sobchak. Movie. Nope. Third clue. Cohen Brothers. Nick. Big Lebowski. Ah. Nice. Who is it? It's uh, Buscemi. It's, Shut uh, the F up, Walter. John Goodman, oh. right? Well done. No, he's talking to hey, Walter. No, his okay. name's Donnie. Yeah. Oh, Shut the F yeah, up, Walter Donnie. says it to Donnie. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, John Goodman. All right. All right. Let's see how quickly you are on this one. Sala. Oh. Sala. Nick? Coming to America? No. 
All right, so can now Nick not I'm answer out. since he, you're, you're out? Nick okay. not only cannot answer, he has to turn his head to the corner okay. and stand there a la Blair Witch Project. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I know this one, but I'm going to need another clue. I, I'm almost there. Movie? Almost there. Okay. Sala. Movie. Series. Steven Spielberg. Uh, that is um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Wow. Yes. Bad dates. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, Sala, man. right? Yeah. Okay. He's a great character. He right? is you love great. him in the, in the series? Yeah. Oh, he was excellent. John yeah. Davies. And he's mm-hmm. the, uh, what, the troll in uh, Lord of the Rings? In Lord or? of the Rings, yeah. yeah. He's a good second fiddle. Yeah, he's uh, he's Gimli, right? Gimli, yeah. Gimli. Bad dates. If you're just tuning in, we're playing Second Fiddle. Steve has come up with these list of secondary characters from movies and TV shows, and we have to guess by their name, by their, their character's name, and maybe a clue. It's one of those things like what you show or movie is with it? the ad contest is you take the phrase out of context. Right. Like, oh, okay. The next name is Silvio Dante. Okay. I know this one, too. Uh, even I, I didn't even watch oh, oh, that oh, show. Oh, 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 Usual Suspects. No. no, damn it, Nick. The Sopranos. Yeah, little Steven. Little Who Steven's am I thinking character. of? <laughs> what did you say, Silvio Dante? No, I mean, what, what, what did, did you, you say? say? Usual suspects. Oh, you're thinking of Kaiser Sose. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Silvio Dante, me Kaiser Sose. Sose Kaiser yeah. Sose, Silvio. Oprah, Dante. Uma, Uma, Oprah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right, the next name, <laughs> Titus Andromedon. <laughs> Nick, uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Wow. And and by my reckoning, the series Breakaway Star. He's he's, just hilarious. uh, Okay. I know who you're talking. He's hilarious. Yes. Bald. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think his real name is Titus. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. All right. Jenna Maroney. Man, that sounds familiar. Nick. 30 Rock. Wow. Nick getting it again. Uh should we check where we are right now in the uh, score? Uh, we got it up here. Nick's Oh, there we go. Lead. And for the record, Kathy has put her buzzer down. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I'm, not, I'm here. I'm <laughs> we have I Nick. said that, Nick, I should host these because I, I can't compete with you guys in this. So I should be the one hosting it. That way Steve can play. Besides, she's updating the load count on that last email. Stop. Oh. Stop. Stop. Nick yeah. has five. I have three. Casey's got one. Kathy with nil. All right. The next one up. The name is Jim. Hopper. I know. Man. Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. Yep. That's right. I think so, we play a little ditty for you. <laughs> Second fiddle. I'm looking forward to Damn, these, I knew that one. Uh, to the uh, uh, Black Widow movie, yeah. which she's in, and then yeah. Stranger Things yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. All right. The next name up. Kathy, pick up your buzzer for this one. I okay. think you might All be right. in it. Okay. <laughs> Kimmy Gibbler. Full House. Yeah! 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 Full House and Fuller House, technically, That's right? That's right. All right, the next name up. Nellie Olson. Oh, man. Preston. Little House on yeah! the Prairie. Nellie was a hardcore bitch. Yeah. Oh. You wanted her dead. Yes, you did. They should have had her in the town when they blew it up, yeah. tied to the pitching <laughs> yeah. post or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so the next, I'm going to give you the name without the nickname that you probably know. 
But we're going to go for it. Okay. Dorothy Lemure. I know this one, too. And Dorothy? I I know. Casey? I'm going to go with Golden Girls. Nah. No. Nick? Uh, a League of Their Own? No. Do you want the clue? Yep. You and me, Romano. <laughs> yeah, it is. Six, Dorothy Lemure. Six? Oh! Blossom! Officially losing. You didn't know she had a full name, did you? Uh, no. I was thinking. I'm like six. Six. There's six of them. Uh-huh. But she always had a, a crush on Joey, right? Yes. Yes. All right. The next name. All right. Everyone, get on their buzzers. Ben Linus. Nick. That is Michael Emerson in the TV show Lost. Oh, well done. Yeah. Great character. Well done. Yeah. He his. I. I was trying. To, I was thinking of him the other day because initially he had said his name was Gale. His last name was yeah, Gale. Yeah. He lied about it, and it was a reference to um, uh, Alice in Wonderland because he could come in and not Alice Wizard in Wonderland. Of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. He could come in on, on a, a hair, hot air balloon. Yeah. Right. He yeah. he actually is in a great show on CBS that I hope comes. It, I think it's coming back. It's called Evil. Preston, you would dig this show. Yeah. Okay. And he is properly evil in the show. Yeah. Nice. He's one of those guys, Steve. We talked a while back uh, about people that get um, angry on the street and right. actors yeah. playing a certain character. He must get that all he the got time. It all the time. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the next character up. Again, television shows and movies. Winston. Hmm. Nick. Ghostbusters? No, not the one that I... I mean, you know, obviously there could be other characters, but the one I have here, I'm going to give you a clue. It is a movie, so that would be Ghostbusters. Uh, A trilogy. Winston. Hmm. Wow. Um... No, I'm drawing a blank on Keanu it. Keanu Reeves. Preston? John Wick. Thank you. Winston runs the Continental. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, so that's... Um, hate this game. What's the actor's name? <laughs> uh, Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Ian McShane. Love yes. him. Yeah, okay. All right, the next name up. Everybody on this. Kathy, I think you might have a shot here. Okay. Lucius Best. Never mind. You said Lucius, and I was going Malfoy, and uh, that's Harry Potter, but uh, that is incorrect. Lucius Best. You still want to? So you're saying no? Okay, on that. Anybody else? Lucius Best. Uh-huh. Lucius Best. It is a movie. Lucius Best. It is an animated movie. Huh. It is a movie Michael Giacchino did the score for. Oh. Coco. No. Oh. Preston? Up. No. Da! <laughs> the Incredibles? Yes! Oh! Lucius is uh, from Zone. Zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. Nick's killing us. Eight to five, me. <laughs> Kathy's got two. Casey's got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's Buttsco versus Delco all no, over it's again. Not! Delco versus the world. <laughs> and by the way, Nick is Delco now, so uh, yeah, so Delco's, Delco's in the lead. By simple attrition, <laughs> all right, we're playing a game called Second Fiddle: Secondary Characters from Movies and TV Shows. Let's see all what we right. got. Next name up: Ron Swanson. Wow. Nick Parks and Rec. Nice. Wow. I don't watch that show. All right. 
Next name up again. Barney Stinson. Casey. Simpsons? No. Budge. Nick? How I Met Your Mother? Wow. Doogie Howser, right? Yes. Neil Patrick Harris. All right. Zelko's winning. (laughs) (laughs) I got to somehow attach myself to this. Shut the hell up. (laughs) All right. We're up to 20, uh, actually 19 right now. Okay. You should get this. Domino. Preston? Deadpool. Deadpool 2. Dance a little jig. Because he won. All right. All right. Sean Hunter. <laughs> Sean Hunter. I thought you would get this case. I don't know names. <laughs> Sean Hunter. Okay. TV show. Sitcom. I don't watch sitcom. Fred Savage's brother. This is me, definitely. Yep. This boy meets world. Okay. Uh, Boy Meets World? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not, not Fred Savage. Yeah. Not the Savage. Yeah, he Fred said Fred Savage. Savage's brother. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I gotcha. I thought he meant on the show, yeah. the character. Right, right. Which... <laughs> okay. not right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Kathy. All right. All right. So Casey 2, Kathy 2, Nick 10, and Preston 6. All right. Vinny Del Pino. Oh. That's Doogie Howser. Yes. yes. Yo, Vin. That's right. That Correct. guy ended up on The Sopranos, that actor. Did he? That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. He's also, he also has a bit part in, um, uh, oh, the De Niro movie where he goes to Billy yeah. Crystal. Oh, uh, analyze this. Yeah, he's, they're about to beat him uh, yeah, yeah. to death, and, and uh, uh, De Niro's character can't bring himself to do it. Right. And he keeps going, <laughs> like this. That's Vin. All right, next. All right. I don't know if any of you will get this, but I, I would have gotten it. <clears throat> Willow Rosenberg. Willow Rosenberg. Rosenberg. It is a TV show. Preston? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. How about that? That was Allison Hannigan. I didn't yes. even watch that show, but I did know that she played that character, Willow. God, I love that show. Mm. So good. Uh, all right. Next name up. I think you're all on this. Al Borland. I heard Nick first. That's home improvement. Oh, Al, his uh, yeah. sidekick. I'm sidekick. Oh, sorry. No, let me. <laughs> it's called second fiddle. Second fiddle. We need all to play right. the fiddle. We have four left. Jesse Pinkman. Breaking Bad. Nice, oh, Casey. That's a gimme, right? Jesse yep. Pinkman. Yep. Well done. <laughs> you ever watch that, Kath? Breaking no. Bad? Nope. I, ne- right. I never got into it. Mm. All right. The next name, Podrick Payne. Preston? Game of Thrones. Oh! Pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hangs out with uh, the tall lady, Brienne of Tarth. Uh, they do eventually. Yeah. yeah but yeah. he spends a lot of time with, uh, with Tyrion. He's described yes. as a noble squire. Uh, yes, exactly. He's, okay. he's uh, Tyrion Squire, yeah. Okay, All so right. he hangs out with Brianna Frost sometimes? <laughs> yeah, not Brianna Frost. Okay. Brianna of Tarth. Same thing. I'm an ass man. <laughs> One of them does porn. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to give you the name, then I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the other clues. The full name, or the regular name, Matthew Mara. 
Matthew Mara. Matthew Mara. Oh. It is a TV show. His nickname with his full name, Matthew Rickety Cricket. That's me, right? Yeah. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Hey, nice. nice. How many more questions? One. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, the last name here. This one is worth, Preston, for you. <laughs> it's worth 30 points. <laughs> Anyone can take it on this 30-point question. All right. <laughs> Jeffrey Butler. Oh, oh, no! Man! That's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, it is. <laughs> His last name was actually it's Butler. Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice job, Nick McElwain, the Boy, champion. Boy. With hey, 41 close. points, because that close. last one was worth 30. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, did you say that there was a bonus or no? Uh, no. Oh. You... oh, no, no, I thought, no, that, that was it. Yeah, no, no, that's my game it. that we're eventually going to play, which I'm going to use this time to plug and yeah. solicit for. But anyway, Steve Morrison, thank you for coming yeah. to the picture. Second fiddle. Let's give Steve a little, uh, a little dance music Please. so he can yeah. enjoy. There he goes. Nice moves, thank dude. Thank you, thank you. Well, uh, born in the mountains. No, that was fun. Um, so, listen, I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you did mention that, Casey, because uh, I've come up with a game for the listeners that I want to try out. Um, and w- we needed to pick a category to start this off with. So I had an idea. I've run into so many people who think that they are or they, they are a uh, self-proclaimed expert. Yes. In whatever category it may be. It could be anything. And I was trying to think of how we could maybe turn this into a game. So, we're going to do this very thing. And we're the, the way the game works, and I'll tell you the topic that we're going to choose and how we're not going to have you call in and play right now. You're going to have to submit for this. But I thought we would take a subject and find out who considers themselves to be a self-proclaimed expert in that particular subject. We get two people who we will go through a selection process, get them on the air. Normally, we would have you in the studio, but we don't do that right now because of uh, COVID and so forth. So what we'll do is we'll get two people on the phone, do a series of trivia questions about that particular subject, and in the end we will have one winner, and we'll have a prize associated with that, and we'll get to that stuff next week because I want to try to do this next week. But what we're going to need is people to solicit first. So I was trying to think of what might be a fun topic, and there were all kinds of movies and TV shows and pop culture and sports and all the things that you could choose from that people consider themselves to be an expert on. And I thought maybe in true form of the show... We would start with something that we've referenced regularly and is also synonymous with our city. Right. So if you are a self-proclaimed expert in Rocky Balboa, then we would like you to let us know about it. So that means the character Rocky in all the movies. Right. Okay. Or things about the movies as well as far as the particulars about Shooting locations, people who are uh, important about getting the movie together, the, the nuts and bolts of the movies. If you know a ton about Rocky, and here's what you need to do: you just go to PrestonAndSteve.com and fill out a little form, and it just has your you know your name and and uh, phone number, and then information about why you're an expert. Yes. And then next week we'll pick two people and we'll put you on. You go head to head. I have a I have a, a, a quiz format set up, and uh, and we'll try out on it. If we like it. If it goes well, if the format goes well, then we could open it up to all different kinds of subjects of people who consider themselves like, you know, Casey, I might, he, he's, an, he's an Eagles expert. Yes, yeah. You know, I could put you there. You're not self-proclaimed full-on expert. There's probably people that know more about oh, you. Oh, way more, yeah. But, but if you still, feel confident about it, yeah. 
then maybe you might want to enter into it. Nick would certainly be Pearl Jam. It's almost like our... It's uh, cr- like crack shot. Like our crack shot. My subject would be succulents. Yes, yeah, succulents, yeah. of course. <laughs> so if you know Rocky, uh, and that's all the movies, okay, then you need to go to PrestonandSteve.com, and you'll see it says Preston and Steve's Battle of the so- Self-Proclaimed Experts, and fill out the information and send it to us, and we might pop you up on the air to win some cool prizes. Why the hell not? Yeah. Annabelle. I knew it. Let's do it, Annabelle. Did he get his present, by the way? Not yet. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Oh, a couple of uh, tweets Marissa wanted me to point out. Right. Here's a couple of them that said, How the hell does Preston Elliott know character names for movies and can't remember people's names in real life? <laughs> <laughs> hashtag second fiddle. Hashtag irony. Thank you, Scott Liu and Todd Chappelle. Pretty much the same thing. And we even had a tweet from Brianna Frost. What? I saw, apparently she saw the cardboard cutouts of us, Steve, at Acme. It says, I saw that uh, at my grocery store, too, and I was like, oh, my God, Steve Preston? And then I noticed it was cardboard, (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Brianna Frost, uh, one of our Preston and Steve Tully Office calendar girls. And and, and the Pantheon. Yes, absolutely. Don't Google her at work. (laughs) Uh, All right, what does it say? I just Uh, thought it was a a cool observation of what that contest was like. All right, this said... Tech says, I feel like I'm just listening to a bunch of friends play a game that I want to play. Ha, ha, ha. Do you guys forget that you're on air sometimes? Actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when we're playing games like that, we do. Um, all right. Very cool. All right. Well, thanks for playing along. And I said I would have a prize at the end. So let's give some away. What should I give away, Case? Well, you know what, Preston? How about that? Or, right. you know what? That was all like movies and TV shows. So why don't we give away this gigantic prize pack? Ooh. Of uh, digital movies and TV shows. All right. I got The King of Staten Island. I have Scoob. I have The Goonies. Uh-huh. Uh, all. And wait, there's one more. I missed a sheet here. And Caddyshack. Oh, that's, all, that's an awesome uh, yeah. bunch of viewing there. All digital downloads. Mm-hmm. So we'll take caller number 15, and you get that, since we were talking about all kinds of stuff uh, from movies and television shows. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. We're going to take a break. When we curm, come back, when we curm back. <laughs> oh, my God. I tried, I, I tried to say Bert at the same time as, as it's come. And he's awake. Uh, Bert Kreischer on the show. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. WMMR.com. A great way to stay up to date on the latest rock news and station happenings. Listen live via your laptop, the free mobile app, or just tell your smart speaker to play MMR. From Preston and Steve's Daily Rush to Pierre's Weekend Calendar and the latest on Jackson's local shots. It's everything that rocks your computer. Before we welcome our next guest, I'm just reading some info about what he's up to, obviously, we know, but... Um, we had Steve Byrne on yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was our most recent guest. And uh, on uh, Bert's most recent Bert cast, Steve Byrne was his most no recent way. guest. No uh, way. It's unbelievable what we have in common. We approve. We approve. <laughs> um, it is called The Cabin. It is streaming now on Netflix. Sounds like a horror film, but it's not. I, it does. <laughs> but it's he and his buddies, and they're doing some fun stuff, and it's a, it's a really good time. So please welcome our good buddy, Bert Kreischer. Yay! Hey, man. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? Doing well. We're great. How you, bud? I'm very, very, very hungover. No! I was going to ask you about Sober October. So that is that a thing of the past? Oh, my God, yeah. Rogan threw us under the bus. <laughs> How so? I saw I saw oh. that post. Yeah, so explain what went on. Oh, okay. We're going to be 100% real. <laughs> so we, I sent Rogan and Ari and Tom a text saying, hey, are we doing Sober October? Like mid-September. 
I was like, you know, it, I know everyone has a bad taste in the mouth because I got roofied last year, and <laughs> and so and so and so no one replies, no one replies at all. And I was like, all right, cool. I sent another text. I guess we're not. It's whatever, whatever. Tom and I planned this live event that we did last night for Two Bears One Cave. We're like, we're gonna get drugs. We're gonna do cocaine. We're gonna we're gonna have a good time. So. <laughs> So then, so then Rogan sends October 3rd, sends a text to me and Tom, and he's like, hey, guys, are we doing Sober October? Nah. And Tom and I right back. We're like, no, we didn't hear from you, so we just assumed no. And then Rogan goes on Instagram, and he's like, so my buddies totally pushed out, and they can't do it because they're, they're both alcohol, whatever he said. And Tom and I are like, what did we do? Our social media <laughs> lights us up. They're like, we knew you were weak. You had no discipline. You're no oh. discipline. You're no campaign. <laughs> I mean, people are like, you know, because Rogan's fans are like rabid, yeah. Yeah. rabid. And, yeah. and so Tom and I are like, yo, Joe, and Joe, you know, Joe doesn't, he's not doing it in malice. He's just doing it as a joke. But it, so Tom and I are like, all right, we're drinking every day of so October. So last night, <laughs> oh my God, I, I got so drunk last night. I've, I have not been that drunk in my life. And then I get on a plane today at 10, head out to Houston. I'm back on tour. And I'm promoting the cabin. And so I'm getting hammered this month. Well, so uh, listen, uh, you have to stand in defiance because I did see, and, and we love, obviously, Joe Rogan, as do you. And, and uh, But that, yeah. that the, 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 uh, the under-the-bus uh, analogy is true. That was certainly uh, the way it was presented. So I was trying to get hash out what exactly had happened. You talked about being roofied. Was it Ari Shafir who roofied you? Yeah, you don't remember? Ari drugged me last year in front of my children. Yes, I remember. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, we... Wait, and you got mad, right? Oh, I was livid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, thought I yeah, this that. Is, like we're we're being we're being like honest. Yeah, I know that like sometimes I make jokes about stuff, but yeah, I was livid. <laughs> I brought him to my house to do a podcast. I'm taking off that night on a plane at like on a red eye to start my tour. Oh my he gets over to my house and he gives me a shot of whiskey, and he's in my man cave. Creepy. I mean, hunched back, hunched over. Right. You know. <laughs> Over my like, like literally looks like 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 the devil, and he's pouring shots of whiskey. And he goes, "Hey, before we start the podcast, let's do a shot." And I was like, "All right." So I do the shot, and it tastes funny. I'm like, "Whatever." So we go outside, we have a cigar, we have a drink, and like halfway through, my face feels hot, and I'm like, <laughs> "Man," I go, and then and Ari's like dancing. And I go, "What do you do? Are you on something?" And he's like, "Are you on something? Are you on something?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." And he goes, "Are you sure? Are you sure you're not on something? Do you feel weird?" And I'm like. Yeah, I feel weird, but I'm not, I didn't take anything. And he's like, okay, I need to be honest with you right now, and I hope you're not angry. I have slipped you Molly. And I'm like, what? Holy hell. And he's like, I I know you're going to be upset about this, but you need to lose control. You need to find your inner, and I'm like, Ari, did you talk to my cardiologist about this? Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm on blood pressure medicine. And he goes, I didn't think about that. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So Jesus. I go, Ari, I could, die, I could die right now. And he goes, well, well, there's nothing we can do about that now, so, but let's just try to have a good time. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Wow. So that was how we started Sober October last year. And so last year, <laughs> no, one, no one spoke for all of October to each other. Oh, my God. So we just sat silently and didn't drink and didn't do drugs. And no Jeez. one talked. And, like. Oh yeah, it was so bad. And then we got done, and uh, and and we, me and Tom and Joe, I think, partied. And but Ari was in New York, and and then with the pandemic, we were like, I, you know, I don't know. And and the fact that Ari drugged me, my wife hates Ari. I mean, hates Ari. <laughs> no, no doubt. <laughs> Did you end up having a good time that night or no? Well, I, you know, it's crazy. I tried because my daughters found out. They were like, uh, 
Dad, did Ari uh, roofie you and sexually assault you? And I'm like, whoa, no. You think I got sexually assaulted in the backyard? No, girls. And by the way, you didn't say anything? You didn't, like, come and give me a hug and be like, hey, it's been a rough day, Dad. So, no, I, I, it was hard because I had a panic attack. And sure. then the Molly took over, and I – it was absolutely beautiful. Like Joey Diaz came over to calm me down. Joey Diaz, I called him. He goes, I go, I've been roofied by, I've been mollied by Ari. And he goes, I'll be there in 10, dog. Uh, and he, I, I, I swear on my, on my hand to a Bible, he showed up in 10 minutes. And he said, he goes, you got more Molly? And Ari's like, yeah. And he goes, give it to me. Joey took Molly. And we sat in my backyard, me, Joey, and Ari did a podcast. And I watched the sunset over Joey's shoulder <laughs> as he told me stories. And it was like so beautiful. And then I was like, and then I was okay. We went to the comedy store and partied there a little bit. And then I got on a plane and I gave the dude next to me the best back massage he's ever had. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so I want to ask you here. So, so, and I, we'll, we'll talk about the cabin because it's obviously everyone's loving it. But um, so, you know, we're, we're friends with the, uh, and have been for many years with the Jackass crew with Bam Margera, Ryan Dunn when he was alive. And, and yeah. uh, and Johnny Knoxville and and there's you know t- we always talk about living in that in that context where you're never sure what's coming at you you're never sure you know it, there's they, though, that crew had no line there was never a line you could cross you just kept going uh, you know so obviously giving you Molly was a misstep but is there is there I mean do you do you keep in mind is there sort of an unspoken rule between you and your 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 group okay. Here's where we absolutely don't go because I can't even imagine with all you've done where that would be. Yeah, I'm, I think that line is pretty blurred these days. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> it, like it's crazy, but you know, we did the we did the two bears one cave live event last night, and I started off by saying, "There's no drugs in anything I'm about to drink. Like, let me know that if I'm going to take drugs." Like and everyone's like, no, we wouldn't do that to you again. And I was like, okay, thanks, guys. So, Bert, did Ari end up also dosing Big J Okerson with acid? Oh my God, did you hear about that? Yeah, that was okay. Now, and and I will say, I I was so empathetic towards Jay because I've been in Jay's situation. Now, what happens when you've been roofied? And this goes to anyone who's ever been slipped a drug is you feel this sense of betrayal, like a sense of like, of your first thought is, do you think I'm weak? Why did you do it to me? Like, right. what you, it's, mm. it's a weird thing of like, you go, what did I represent to you about myself that made you believe a victim. you could take advantage of me? Right. Yeah, a victim. And right. It's really crazy. Those are real feelings. I, I know that there's comedy that jumps around there, but that's real feelings. And so I called Jay immediately, and Jay was really – I mean, I don't want to take the wind out of Jay. Yeah. And, but Jay was really upset, and and he was like – he was like, I, you know what? I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with it. And it was – and i got to be honest with you, and out of all the roofings I've seen, this is probably one of the more hilarious ones <laughs> because, because what happened was Luis J. Gomez had slipped acid into Ari's beer as revenge for Ari dosing me. He was – Luis and my wife were friends. Oh and Jesus Lewis Christ! On my wife's behalf. Now, Shane Gillis found out that he had done that, and he told Ari, "There's acid in your beer." So Ari switched beers with Jay Okerson, and oh. Jay drank that beer. Oh my god! And so, at the end of the podcast, it really is an amazing moment in podcasting, and I hate it that it had to happen at 
you know, on, on Jay's back. But Lewis goes, they're running for president of Legion of Skanks, whatever. And yeah. Lewis goes, you want mayhem? I bring mayhem to this party. Ari, you've been slipped acid. And everyone goes crazy and they're pointing at Ari. And Ari <laughs> knows he's giving it to Jay. Jay is laughing at him. Jay literally says, I feel so bad for him. That's not cool, guys. Oh. And you're like, oh, Jay, you're not going to like the next part of this thing. <laughs> oh, oh, no. My God. And and then and then and then Ari stands up and he goes, "Am I on acid or is Jay on acid?" And Jay's like, "Wait, what did I have to do with this?" And he's like, "I gave the beer to Jay, and do you see it in Jay's eyes? Wait, is this is he being real right now?" God, it makes you fall in love with Big Jay Okerson so much because he's like, "Hey, I've never done LSD. I, I don't want to do LSD. Can I make it go away?" It was the most moving, moving moving thing i've ever seen it's no way to live it's just i mean oh, I, I i would die of just i would have not only a panic attack i would have a yeah. full-blown heart attack yeah it's it's not even gonna be good yeah. because you're gonna be panicking and not that this is okay at any age but like if you guys were younger <laughs> I, I i would be like oh, okay like but you're full-grown adults your parents <laughs> yeah. for god's sake i'm 47 <laughs> Somebody has to put a stop. But in. but but Nick, it doesn't stop. It it moves on to a show called uh, the Cabin. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the idea here, and you were telling us about this, Bert. You you set up sort of a a, a COVID collection of friends, COVID friendly, COVID clear group of people, and you. Oh, no 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 no. We we shot this way before then. Oh okay. really? I, so what were you? Oh, yeah. you, you were shooting another show then. Shooting another show. Well, look at you. Yeah. Okay, so this predates COVID, and yep. you, and you you rent this cabin, and then you get a collection of your your, your friends. And, yeah, and, and we, it, uh, it was it was it's a really interesting show when you know that it, there is no script to it. It is just comics hanging out in a cabin with fun activities and booze and weed and cigars hmm. and animals and 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 in January. Third, we all went up to this cabin. Everyone took turns on different days, and I lived up at this cabin in Malibu, um, pretty much. And and we just hung out, and we had great like it's you know. And I I I'm I'm fairly funny on it, but my friends Nikki Glazer, Donnell Rollins, Bobby Lee, Tom Segura, Joey Diaz, Fortune Feimster, Anthony Anderson, uh. Dion Cole, Big Jay Okerson. I mean, they are they steal the show because. They're all guys that we in since we've been doing podcasting, they just know how to talk. You know yeah. what it is? It really it is. It's good radio guests. Yeah, people that would be great on your show. Yeah, and you and, and you know you know those people when they go, hey, Bert wants to call in. And you're like, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, As we've had them to- all on our show. Like every single, well, with the exception of Caitlin. Uh, we've had these guys, and like Jay, we consider to be a friend. Like Nikki Glazer, she came on our show recently. We, we fell and in love before with her, man. she like re- she's blown up uh, yeah. recently. But like, I mean, we had a we had a dildo racing track in our sta- in our studio. She came in. She didn't know what we were doing. She had a vibrator in her purse. In her purse, and, 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 and actually, the race, and and yeah. did the the race with yeah. us and everything. Um. Hey, I wanted to ask you about the guy who rolled your cigars for you because the second I saw him, that was the episode with Tom Segura and Joey Diaz, and, and I love those guys. But I could have sworn I've had that guy roll a cigar for me. I believe he, like, tours the country and goes to d- different cigar shops and rolls cigars. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah, I think he does. And then we gave him uh, an ounce of marijuana and said, roll a super joint. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't do that for me. <laughs> I will tell you, Joey Diaz smoked Joey Diaz smoked a misdemeanor's amount of marijuana. <laughs> like, he, he, these are all characters that jibe well together. Um, you have... Um, you know, he's Bobby Lee, and I was just said Donnell is is always hilarious. That guy is just great. But you're doing the kind of goofy crap that you and your friends might want to do, like the axe drawing, like the um, like the William Tell uh, safe archery. Uh, but I have to ask about Caitlin because you know uh, we we you know we know Craig Schumacher is a is a, a, a friend of the show as well, and, and Preston and he have sort of struck up a bit of a friendship, and he he's played golf with Caitlin. What was your experience? Because she she seems I mean you you cannot divorce the knowledge that this person was a former super athlete in the Olympics and yet <laughs> here she is before you but she seems really pretty cool was that your experience Yeah I, I really liked her she um she so my it, it's a pretty touching moment in the show because. And I, it wasn't. No, no, that's never intended. You know, right. obviously, I'm a, I'm a comedian. I, that's all I care about is being funny. But my dad, I was when I was that morning. I called my dad, and my dad was very moved. And he was like, "Buddy, he first thing he said was, this is a bad idea. You're going to misgender her or mispronoun her, and then the world's going to hate you.'" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "And he's like, it's it's going to get confusing. You're going to mess up. Don't do this." And I was like, "I was like, well, it's all right." She's on her way, so like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. I not do this. Thanks for and the advice. Like, <laughs> and my dad's like, you need to treat her with such respect. You don't don't make just stupid jokes. You have no idea who she is. You don't uh, you don't know what she did for this country and like who she is to me. And he starts telling me. My dad ran track and field at Villanova, right under Jumbo 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 Elliott or whatever her name is. And and my dad ran at the same time Caitlin was running. And he was like he was and he starts telling me about when I was a baby. And he had just given up on sports, and he was, he was practicing law and working at the racetrack in Philly, and watching Caitlin in the in the '76 Olympics. And he was saying what an amazing uh, hero she was to him. And so I was like, "Wow, my dad!" Like, and he had so many questions, so many doubting questions. So then I, I get with Caitlin, and I go, "My dad ran track and field." She's like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yes." Yeah. So and he, she was like, "Oh, he really ran track and field." I said, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then we called my dad, and my dad. Like geeked out, like legit geeked out, and no, no one ever misgendered her or mispronounced her. And my dad was like, "You have no idea. You're a hero. Like you're a real hero." And I got caught off guard because my dad does not care about celebrity, right? Ever, ever, mm-hmm. Like ever. And to hear the the tone in my dad's voice, I just started crying. Yeah, wow, yeah, special. Of course, yeah. That yeah. I got to my, that someone my that dad put on a pedestal. I got to let him Facetime with for a second and geek out about track and field and it was great and then i almost killed caitlin with an axe <laughs> so there you go at least there's something for everyone yeah 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 and it's funny too because i i hope this doesn't get me in trouble but there's parts of caitlin when you get competitive like there's parts of her where she can for lack of better terms kind of bro out a little bit right you see her you forget you're dealing with a champion right? yeah yeah you forget, <laughs> you forget you're dealing with a legit elite athlete competitor, and yeah. you can't you can't you can't scrub that out of someone's DNA. Like that 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 competitive brain will always be there a little bit. And I accidentally threw an axe in the air, and it almost hit her. And she was like, I mean, just for a second, just like bro. And I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It, it, it is wild that you listen. All you know, and like, I, yeah, I do an impression of her on the show because I mean, she's, uh, you know, it's 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 just part of the deal, and she's a pop culture person, and 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 so you know, we'll, we'll do that occasionally. But um, you know, the, the truth is, uh, it's it's just it's a fascinating thing because it's this person who's legendary, who has a second chapter of their life, uh, and seems to be. Um, completely happy and that's cool and it's cool and, that and, you had her there and it, it includes let's i mean let's not forget her life is overwhelmingly fascinating it includes the kardashians I as know. her children i and, know and, and like kendall jenner is the big like there are parts of this where you go if you just tell the story about her past uh, olympic and, and and where she is today that's fascinating but then you try to dial into like like she was best friends with oj simpson yes like like, I mean, there's so much <laughs> to her where you're like, I, I need more than a day to unpack. She was open and honest about everything. Is she going to do your podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, well, I was about to say we text back and forth. That's a lie. She, uh, <laughs> she, she follows me. She follows me on, on Instagram. So, right, uh, that's close enough. Yeah, so we, we DM, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Bert, this entire conversation just is, is really reminding me that this is, the, these are the glory days for comedy right now. I'm so impressed at, at the network that you have built around you. Um, and I'm really curious as to what you thought about your buddy Bill Burr on, on SNL last weekend. I thought he did a great job. It was really cool to see some of that comedic nature hosting a mainstream show what did you think i loved it i was fist pumping in my bus when he his my when the joke that, that was like well i was like this is bill burr on national television was when he was, said that he's like uh, rick moranis got punched <laughs> new york city's back baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, <laughs> so great. We, we said and you know bill's Bill is a very simple dude. He doesn't like talking about Hollywood or the process or anything. He loves comedy. He'll talk comedy all day, but he's like pretty private. And we do, we have a podcast, obviously called Bill Burt. And this week we spent uh, an hour talking about the SNL process, about everything. Like he tells me in the dress rehearsal, he bombed, and 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 he was like, and he was like, it it, it had worked all week. It was working everywhere, and it, I went in that dress rehearsal. And it bombed, and I was like panicked. And I said, "What happened?" He goes, "Lauren Michaels came back," and he's like, "You need to remind them that you're a comedian." He goes, "Not everyone knows who you are." Yeah, and you forget that some people are like, "Who is this guy?" And then he's just like, "I'm so glad Rick Moranis got punched." And you're like, "Whoa, this guy's a lunatic." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it is true, and it, it's weird because you don't have full audience, a full audience for SNL, so you have a partial audience, and then ultimately, I think people, it, it's um, right now they're, they're getting there. But I think even the audience is probably like, okay, what exactly, you know, what are we doing? We seem we're in, b- bizarrely spaced out, and it's it's a, it's a different vibe. But they're they're soldiering on, they're getting there. But for a comedian who wants to, you know, get that response, a more robust response. I mean, we watched this show for decades. We've seen how crazy the SNL audience goes, and right now you don't get that. I don't know if they're padding the audience response a little bit to, you know, to fill it in. But it's just not the same. I would assume it would throw anybody off. It, it was. I'll tell you, man. He, it's it's. He was in the. He was in the moment. He was dialed in. Yeah. And he goes, which camera is mine? Which camera is mine? I mean, and he took big swings, taking big swings at white women. <laughs> you, you rolled in the blood money with us, 
sit down and get your take you're talking to. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. you know, I, I was I was so excited. I texted him immediately um, of me and my guys in the bus watching him. We all gave him a round of applause. Like uh. the second we watched it, I texted him and then called him and then we did a podcast about it. And and and, and Bill was very unlike Bill in his podcast where he broke down everything. Hmm. He broke down. The, what, the jokes that didn't work, the jokes that worked, why he moved things around. And it was, it's a, I mean, I, I sat for, you know, I, I did an hour podcast with Bill after we did Chappelle's Compound. And I was like, tell me everything about Chappelle's Compound. And he was like, he was like it's, it's not like that, Bert. And I go, I don't care. Start from the beginning. Did you fly private? Did you fly private? And you know, Bill will never admit to flying private. He's like, no, but you don't need to fly private. And I go, I know you. You brought your family and you went to Ohio. Tell me you flow private. And he starts giggling. And he goes, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. We have to ask you because in town, apparently, I think it's still happening. Adam Sandler still filming in town? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, we got to call in a favor because we know that you're really good friends with him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, let me tell you something. I am. <laughs> it's funny. I, I so badly just want to be like. I so badly want, because I know Adam, I did an interview with Adam for everyone that doesn't know, yeah. that I, it went horribly. I asked him if he had Netflix, which I didn't realize was an idiotic question, yeah. but it is to a man that has a $200 million deal at Netflix. <laughs> and I, I, I told him that my daughters and I loved his movie, Happy Madison, which mm-hmm. uh-huh. Gilmore and Billy Madison crammed into one. Mm-hmm. I think it was the worst interview. I said, do you want to hear a cool story, bro? And I told him a cool story about me in an interview. And so badly, I want to go, hey, Adam, like, I'm a real comedian. I have a TV show on Netflix that's trending like a couple behind yours <laughs> in the U.S. Like, I'm a legit co- I so Because you know I adore that guy. I yeah. respect that guy immensely. He defined my personality. Him, Farley, Spade, all those guys, like, influenced me so much when I was in college. And, and, and I absolutely love I absolutely love him. Anytime they go, hey, Happy Madison wants to take a general meeting, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in 100%. Whatever you guys want. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna play a Santa Claus movie because we thought Happy Madison was interested. So I was like, I was gonna play Fat Santa Claus. Well, Santa Claus. <laughs> but listen, but we all understand that. So you know, doing this show over you know twenty plus years, you know, we 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 meet a lot of people, and and you know, Kate, I remember when Norm Macdonald came in here. That was one of the. T- I don't, I don't really get flustered, but you know, like. It was freaking Norm Macdonald, who I think is just, you know, the state of the art, you know, the Stradivarius of stand up. And I'm like, oh, man. And I, I can get that. And it, it, it humanizes you because everyone, you know, you, you're on your game. But I think people appreciate that, that, you know, you were, you were, hey, he's the guy you idolize. It's, it, it happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm like that with everyone. I did that with, I saw Tom Cruise. One time, and I, we were at a premiere for the movie Magnolia. Do you remember mm-hmm. that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really good movie. Yeah. yeah, and I bumped into him at the premiere. I was there. I was there because an assistant helped me get in, and I bumped into him. I turned around, we're face to face, and I froze so bad. <laughs> and all I said to him was, "You have beautiful hair." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've had so many I, of those I, moments. <laughs> I cannot help it. I'm so, so bad. And it's funny because, like, like you know, I guess now I'm friends with arguably one of the most famous people in the world with Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I don't – I it's um, thank God I met him when he was just starting – the dude who got kicked out of the store and was starting a podcast. Yeah. Because I would be – I would 
because I listen to that show so much, I would be, I still am like that, but I can do that with them and be like, no, man, uh, I need to know certain things because you just talked to the expert in it and I'm calling you and, and, and like, and so I, I, I take liberties with my relationship with Joe hardcore. So, yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, I'm like, I would love, I would love another crack at an interview with Sandler. I'll tell you, I want a podcast. Or something. Well, we're, de- uh, we're yeah. desperately trying to get some sort of connection through to him while he's here. But and, I, yeah. by the way, we've had you in studio a couple of different times with, uh, one time with Courtney Love. Uh, and, then a, and then yes. another time with uh, M. Night Shyamalan, and, and you totally yes. geeked out with uh, with M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, bro, I just worked with Snoop Dogg. Like, ah. you, do you have any idea what it's like? I mean, I'm a hip-hop fan, hardcore, and I love Snoop Dogg. Lo- lo- I remember, I, was, I, mean, I, I told him, I told him, I was like, like we're walking back to our trailers, and, and I'm, I'm trying to play it cool because we're working together. So I'm not like leading on that I want to hang out with him or I want right. to or whatever. And so I'm getting in my trailer and I hear Snoop go, hey, Bert, you want to take a shower? And I was like, huh? <laughs> He's like, come on, man. And he waves me over to his trailer. He goes, come on, shower. And I went, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I couldn't have heard him right, but I, but I mean, I, I guess I'll shower with him. So I, op- I opened his door and I'm like, I'm like, hey man. And he's like, what's up? I said, you want a shower? And he went, what? I said, are we gonna take a shower? And he's like, no. I said, let's take a shot. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he looked at me and he goes, you came in here thinking I wanted to shower? With you? And I just shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Was this on the uh, on the Go Big show? I assume Go Big show, Go Big show, yeah. And Snoop was awesome to hang out with. I mean, I get to ask him. I told him, I said, you know, it's it's hard. I go, like, we became friends. And one, I mean, like, I was like, you got to understand, I'm such a fan of your life. Like everything. I mean, you knew Tupac, and then he gave me a pinky ring that said Tupac. He's like, you you need a pinky ring. And my wife's like, you should get Snoop a pinky ring that says Bert. And I go, like, we're dating? I'm not get him a... like, I go, baby. And so I was like, I was like, you got to give me some liberties because I go, I, I want to, I want all the information inside your head. I want all of it. And, and I only have a month with you. So like every conversation is really important to me because I, I want to know everything. I want to know what was like the first time you came in and freestyle for Dr. Dre. And he was like, Oh, it kind of wasn't even like that, really. And I was like, "What? What? Are you being serious?" I thought it was like I the whole time. I, I got to ask him. There's a video of it. I got to ask him all the lyrics that I never understood. Because, right. like, right. you know, if you're a white guy, you don't know you don't know street names. You don't know certain colloquialisms that you are in hip hop, and you've been singing them for thirty plus years. And then finally one day, I'm like, "Yeah, Amen." On Serial Killer, you say, I drop rhymes like potatoes. And he goes, no, I don't. And I said, no, you do. And he goes, no, I don't. And I go, no, you do. And I played his song for him, and he rapped it to me over my shoulder. It's on my Instagram. And when we got to the rhyme, he goes, I drop rhymes like, and he goes, platoon, you moron. Oh, my God. <laughs> and wow. I go, I drop bombs like platoon. And I was like, oh, I thought it was potatoes. He goes, who drops potatoes? You were going to shower with this man. Yeah. You were, you had him at the shower. Then no, no, that God. is cool. Uh, I, I love the recent story with Snoop, where he was uh, he was uh, smoking with um, uh, um, I'm Willie break. Nelson. Willie Nelson, and yeah. he said Willie Nelson just destroyed him. Outsmoked him. Outsmoked him. Mm-hmm. Snoop gave me, you know, because COVID, you couldn't really yeah. share joints or anything. 
and and he knew that I like to smoke weed. And he goes here, and he gave me one of his blunts. So I was like, thanks. And then we partied. We partied one night. We called Chappelle. I mean, it was like insane. It's fun partying with Dave with with Snoop. That is wild. And so we, I go back to my room, and you know we're all we're all in a bubble. So I go to my room, and I and I light. I go, you know what? I'm gonna take some edge off today. I'm gonna sleep. I'm gonna stop drinking. I'm gonna smoke just a little bit of Snoop's joint. And first of all, it should be known that it's it's a his blunts have like a glass pipe at the end, so your lips are like halfway open. They're not. It's not like a joint where you have a little hole to suck air through. You're sucking air through a garden hose. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I light it and I start smoking it, and it is killing me. I mean, like two hits, and I'm like coughing, clearing debris out of my mouth. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was, and I, and I, and then I look at the joint, I'm like, I have barely lit this thing and I'm already way higher than I should be. And then I started getting so high, I ended up in the bathroom <laughs> handing the joint to the mirror going, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I took my blood pressure. I took time with my kids. I mean, like it was, I was melting down and I was like, wow. never again. Never Jesus. again. And then I found out his his blunts that he gives you are like seventy dollars each. Yeah. That's how much weed's in them. Well, you got They're like a gram of weed. You got to figure. Yeah, I, you know, that's it. I do want to say, uh, watching your show, uh, I love your wife. I think she is just so sweet, and I I'm, I understand why you are with her. I don't know uh, the other way around, <laughs> but like she just seems like she's just the sweetest thing. Yeah, she's getting old though, man. She doesn't look like she used to. <laughs> so the, the 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 playing field has been evened a little bit. She was she was so important in this show because she did. There's so much you don't know that she did to get this show made because, like I said, we shot all through January, and then what we did is we saved a chunk of money to do pickup shots to like clean up the show right. and connect tissue, and COVID hit. So the shooting that we had to do to clean up stuff was post-COVID, and it was before anyone figured out how to shoot anything. So it, it, you, you can't tell it in the show, but my wife did so much work to get things done to get that show to air. There was a point where they were going to just pull the show together because they were like, we don't have a show. It's not connected. Um, and we don't have any plans of how to shoot this, huh. so we're just going to pull it, and, and everyone will take their money, but we're never going to air it. And I was so bummed, because I knew we had moments of gold, like Bobby Lee giving me, Bobby and Donnell giving me a coffee enema yeah. is one of my favorite <laughs> moments ever. So, me, that, that, that Anthony Anderson and, and, and that episode, that was there was so much gold in these shows that I was like, we've got to get this done. And my wife bent over backwards, did not get a producer credit should have got a producer credit did not get it on the thing and i was like if we do season two this woman's getting an ep credit because she's she is amazing she's in bed right now finally sleeping because i'm not snoring (laughs) if you do a season two i think preston and steve need to be invited out to the cabin (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah hey that's a a hard you know you guys would kill it Uh, well no no i i i am abs i'm like it'd be like having pat boone or the uh, somebody from the 700 club (laughs) out to the uh, (laughs) what we'll we'll do is we'll put you guys all in a cabin next door to us and me and sandler and spade will be in the cabin next door and we'll have cabin wars (laughs) yeah Yes, yeah. we would gladly yeah, we'll be victimized shot. for that. Yep. So, are, are you are you on a first name basis? What, what what's his name? Ted Sarandos? Sarandos? The uh, the uh, no, because no? he's the head of Netflix. Know, 
I mean, he, he, yeah. you're performing well for him. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, the, the, listen, you're in great company. The show's doing, you know, well, and it's trending well, and it's, uh, I mean, we, we couldn't be happier for you, man. Yeah, so just cool. like Nikki Glazer, I don't want you to get too big for us, and I thank you for, for still answering my phone calls and my text <laughs> messages. And uh, yeah. with, with that said, I have a favor to ask you. Uh, so I'm going to send you a text a little bit later on. We have a big uh, food drive coming up. And uh, actually, literally starts a month from today. So I, I need a. I have a big ask for for you and Tom Segura. So uh, please respond to my next text message. <laughs> I will. Nothing like an on air extortion. Yeah. 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 I, listen, you know I've done everything that I could ever do for this show. You oh my have, God! So. Yes. Yeah. So I think you told us you've never said no to us. So I have never once said no. To you. <laughs> no. And the other day. The other day was the first time I've been on a bike since I rode a bike from Philly to Jersey. So. Yeah. You finally got the last seat out of your ass. God, I got on a bike to go mountain biking, and I was like, oh, I forgot why I hated this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, brother. We'll let you get back to your whatever you're going to do. Uh, but we know... We know that uh, the the, um, the cabin is doing well. If you haven't watched it yet, it's right there on Netflix. Make sure you go check it out. Philadelphia absolutely loves Burt Kreischer, so I would imagine if they haven't seen it yet, they're going to jump on and watch it now. And then you've got, hey, like hey. I would mentioned, the Go Big Show. That's next year, I think, that's coming out. So January, January 6th. Yeah, so you got a lot of irons in the fire. It's great, man. And, uh, we and love- we're, shooting the, we're, shooting the, we're shooting the Machine movie in March in Prague. That's incredible. <laughs> It's incredible, yeah. man. Oh. Yeah, and, and, and I got to say thank you. Thank you to everyone in Philly to coming out to the old Vet Stadium parking lot yeah. and, and seeing my and, and seeing us seeing me live with that you guys. That was fun. It was a great that time. Was, that, that was so much fun, and the most fun was when everyone left, and we were drinking beers in the parking lot and playing baseball on the Vet Diamond. <laughs> like, it, we had so much fun. And I was like, I was the best. I was the best experience I've had this whole pandemic. Wonderful. All right, bud. We'll catch you up soon. Have a good weekend. All right, Bert. All right. Love you guys. Love you too. Bert Kreischer, guys. Wow. Wow. The stories. Yeah. I, you know, I I wanted to ask him. I just said I, I bailed on it was like, you know, if you if you didn't have a successful career in entertainment and you were partying like that. Yeah. You know. You, mm-hmm. You'd be you'd be in jail. You'd be in jail. <laughs> you'd be in jail. You'd be, you'd be. So he he cultivated. Obviously, he was a, a child of the of MTV, but it was also he did so much stuff with this to Travel Channel. Mm-hmm. He did all these extreme. I mean, that's been his whole life. Yeah, yeah. We used to party like that when I was in my early twenties. Did you? It was stupid. Yeah. I mean, but we would do really outrageous things like that. And then some of the stuff they're doing on the cabin, it's a lot like. What we used to do with, yeah. you know, Kill Casey and, and... Oh, yeah. But they're doing it with more money. Yeah. Older people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's just insane. Sometimes yeah. you grow out of it. Yeah. Sometimes you're Bert. Yeah. Sometimes you're Bert. We still love it, and we... But uh, there is like a, watching it more than there, doing there, it now. Yeah, there's a larger <laughs> legal mechanism over us now that uh, presents a... Uh, a wall to get across if we want to do anything these days. Uh, so the episodes are only like a half hour long, very, very Even digestible. Shorter, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can watch them. And um, I, I enjoy, I've only watched three episodes, I think. But um, so I haven't seen the Anthony Anderson one just yet. All right. Uh, listen, can I do a couple of shout outs real quick? Yes, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then we got to move along. This one says, uh, hey, guys, I'd like to request a nice sushi shout out for my mom, Patty. This is from, by the way, Noah Friedman. 
Uh, she's a trooper, inspiration me. We're both currently students at Immaculata University in Malvern, and she inspires me every day with how hard she works. I'm requesting a shout out on November oh, 18th. We're not going to be here on November 18th. Uh, as it marks nine years since we lost my brother Josh, and she was as strong as anyone could be through that whole really sad experience. Uh, if you could get that out to her, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, she got me listening to MMR as a kid, and I've been listening to you all for probably 15 years now. She's an amazing, loving mom, even though I may not always show it. I really appreciate everything she does for my sister and I. I wouldn't be who I am today without her love and support. Oh, here's a shout out for Noah. And as you've uh, said, we can't. It, it, from it, Noah it, to Patty. It's a difficult uh Request for a specific date, but we got it out. It's on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, well, can... we're not going to be uh, yeah. the 18th of Sunday, so right, we won't yeah. be on the air. Uh, here's another one. This is an interesting one. Uh, it says, hello, President Steve, Kathy, Nick, Casey Boy, and of course, Marissa. I'm a loyal podcaster. I've been listening since you guys made the podcast available. I haven't missed a minute of the show since June of 2016. I would like to request a shout out for the man about town, Bill Weston. Aww. With the amount of crap that you all give him on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't brought in poison donuts or po- and poisoned you all yet. I feel like a shard out from the fan base is appropriate as we all really need this show to get through our days. Uh, and also, listen to this before we do the shard out. I wanted to put my hat in for a Not Your Average listener. As you all once said, that anyone that deals with bombs on a daily basis is a shoe-in. And I'm a bomb tech in the Army about to go out the door for my fourth deployment uh, but living in Colorado makes that a bit difficult. And I also love how you're all bringing back the use of Pud. <laughs> because his apparently his nickname is Super Pud. Super Pud. He said, I've been using Super Pud since the very first days of AOL Instant Messenger. And in case it doesn't mean, uh, and, and in my case, it doesn't mean the dong. Yeah. My grandmother always called me Joe Putty. As a baby, because I was so fat, and that combined with my obsession with Superman just equaled Super Pud. Uh, and I love it. I think, I think it's adorable how you all talk about retiring as if that's an option. Uh, so let's give it up for Super Pud. And this is for Bill West and a shard out. And uh, good luck with your deployment, my man. Uh, and then this one says, hey, guys, good morning. I'm Steve Dudley from Lansdale. Just seeing if you can give a shout-out to my beautiful wife, Lori. And we've been married for 12 years this Saturday. Can't believe she's stuck with me for this long. She has uh, great patience and a for- is a forgiving woman. Cares so much for others as well as being a massage therapist. I guess that shows. But if it wasn't for her, I'd probably either be extremely depressed on drugs or maybe even dead. Who knows where that would have went. But my wife saved my life from going down a nasty road. I love her so much, guys. So a shout out and happy anniversary, baby. Thanks, guys. And keep doing what you're doing. Uh, so that's from Steve Dudley. There you go. A shout out and an anniversary. You need something, Kate? No, no, no. I just okay. need a Marissa and we're good. All right. Um, I'm trying to get these out of the way, guys, because they're starting to they're starting to back up here. Uh, another one says, uh, shout out for my amazing girlfriend, Vanessa. This is from Ben Dossie, by the way. Huge Preston <laughs> Steve fan. And because of her, I am too. She turned me on to the show. Now I can't get through a day without you guys. Her mutual love for the show is kind of special part of our relationship. She's dealing with a lot right now, going through a master's program, which will take her career in a whole new direction while still working full-time and raising her two-year-old daughter, along with dealing with my dumb ass. She deserves a huge shout-out for all that she is doing, and I think uh, it would encourage her a lot. It means the world to me. Give her a big, juicy shout-out. So here you go. And that is from Ben to Vanessa. So there you go. All right, Good. Got a few of them out the way. Good. We need to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we're going to get to the bizarre file. And I'm going to give away a digital copy for PS4, Crash Bandicoot 4. Nice. 
Uh, it's called It's About Time. So caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. We're going to set you up. It's a new adventure as everyone's favorite marsupial is back and new powers and a whole bunch more. Massive new worlds. Own it now on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Caller number 12, yours. We'll be right back. Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. I want to reiterate, since we did play the uh, Rocky, Rocky Club here just a second ago, uh, that we're going to try out a new game. It's a game I came up with called uh, Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts, because some people think that they're, you know, an, they have an expertise in a certain department. Uh, and I'm talking about on a trivia basis. So the first category that we're going to choose, and we could change this up. If we do like this game, we could find other categories and try them out uh, every once in a while. Uh, but we're going to go with the Rocky films, the Rocky franchise. Seems a likely one. Yeah. Referenced often on the show, local it's to Philadelphia. Philly. So uh, let's see. We, and and also, either that or cream cheese. Uh, Nick had shown this uh, this tweet that, uh, or maybe it was an Instagram post that uh, Stallone yeah. had posted. And I thought it was kind of cool. Don't call him for the contest. I'm going to tell you how you can get uh, uh, in the running for it. But it was it showed a, a little kid, like a, almost a baby, and. Essentially, Stallone was uh, commenting on the fact that uh, there's some still some young fans surface that are fans of Rocky. It said, "Thank you very much for this photo. It's a baby in a in a Rocky uh, boxing outfit." He's a great follow. He said, "Thank you very much for this wonderful photo. Imagine Rocky fans are still being born. Never will forget how blessed I was to come up with this soulful character so long. Thank you and keep punching." So uh, here's what you do: if you think you're a so-called expert, a self-proclaimed expert in the Rocky franchise. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com. There's a little form for you to fill out, and we're going to pick the two that we like the best, and those two experts are going to go head-to-head in a trivia competition sometime next week. We'll have a prize associated with that, and I've got a format that I think is going to work out well to determine who is going to be our champion. And if we like that, then we may move on to other film franchises or other TV shows or Famous people or sports or who it could go anywhere with it. Music, bands, you know, all kinds of stuff. Geology. So we could even do that. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? We could get into that. So uh anyhow, uh go to presidentsteve.com and we'll try this out. And we just need our first run of contestants uh for Rocky Experts. All right, let's do the bizarre five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. Brought to you this morning by Godshalls. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. Make the switch to Godshalls Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. And check out the new Make the Switch campaign with Brian Westbrook at Godshalls.com. All right. Incensed over a pair of scathing reviews on Yelp. The owner of a Florida barbecue joint allegedly physically attacked his suspected online critic, according to cops who arrested the restaurateur. I'm going to kill you! Investigators charged that Daniel Aarons, uh, 60 years old, jumped atop the male victim and struck him several times while outside a residence. 
Aaron's was arrested for battery and booked into the county jail. He was released from custody after posting $500 bond. The confrontation began when the victim, whose name has been redacted by police, arrived at the home. Now, the 25-year-old victim is the son of Aaron's girlfriend. Huh? So they know each other. Ah. The victim, cops reported, sought to speak with his mother about threatening communications sent to him by Aaron's. In addition to text, Aaron's allegedly called the man several times in regarding to wanting to beat his ass about a restaurant review. That's a direct quote. So the kid doesn't approve of this relationship? Uh, I don't know. Right. So a pair of brutal Yelp reviews published Monday disparaged the food at Georgia Boys Barbecue, the restaurant owned by Aaron's. Now, the reviewer, Sean R., claimed that he, quote, wouldn't even feed it to my dog. <laughs> Adding that the eatery's owner should spend less time threatening customers and more time on learning to cook properly. The second review, authored by Rick R., declared that it was, quote, not a great idea to threaten your customers due to you serving garbage barbecue. Yeah, that sounds like a bad review. The arrest affidavit does not indicate whether Aaron's thought the victim authored both Yelp reviews or was somehow involved in their posting. You're a maniac and your food stinks. Uh, police, uh, yeah, police <laughs> charge. That's right, it stinks! Uh, the police charged that when the victim's mother opened her door, Aaron shoved his way past and started to chase the victim around the road. Eventually, after the victim tripped and fell to the ground, Aaron's cops allege jumped on top of him and struck him several times while the victim covered his face with his arm. Excuse me, sweetheart, I just have to beat your kid. <laughs> uh, Aaron's was arrested in July, actually, on multiple felony counts after allegedly punching his girlfriend in the face and placing a pillow over her face for two minutes. <sighs> so he's abusive. Yeah. Uh, he was also accused of threatening the woman with a wooden board that he used to strike her vehicle. He copped last month to criminal mischief. And was fined $575 and credited for the 11 days he spent in the county jail before bonding out. So this I, I think I'm going to side with the kid on this one. Yeah, I think so. A Victoria man, this is in Australia, has uh, told of the horrifying moment a magpie attacked him, leaving him with damage to both eyes. Uh, a bird. Uh, James Glindeman, 68 years old, was having an ordinary day eating his lunch at a park bench when he was suddenly swooped by the bird. He said, I sat down at a bench there, and the magpie came up, and I started talking to it because I like them. Aww. He said, first, it struck my left eye, and when it landed back on the ground, it I didn't drop my food, so it attacked me again in the right eye. <laughs> he said, the incident happened in a matter of seconds, but the injuries were serious. <laughs> He said there was some blood. He said there, he said there was some blood that was dripping out at one stage, and it covered my eyes. I could barely see, so his eyes are bleeding. But I managed to find my car, and I uh, called nine one one. After paramedics arrived at the scene, they took Mr. Glindeman to the hospital, where doctors made the decision to fly him to the Royal Victorian Ironier uh, Hospital in Melbourne. How big is your average magpie to undergo surgery? They're a good sized bird. Are they? You know, about uh, like yeah, a crow, like a small crow. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it turned out that there was no actual damage to the right eyeball itself, but the area around it was very inflamed. So my vision of both eyes are blurred at the moment, but I think doctors are confident. That my sight can come back. I wonder if he was talking to her. I wonder what he said to it. I don't know, but he thought it was very friendly, and he figured he would talk to <laughs> no him. No time to talk. Yeah, <laughs> he's the he's the Rambo of the uh, 
of the magpie world. You stink. Uh, so the government has recommended you cover your head with a hat because the, it's apparently the season that they swoop. They get territorial. Could you take off your hat? Uh, you wear a hat, helmet, or umbrella. And can, listen to this. Consider drawing a pair of eyes on the back of your hat or helmet. <laughs> oh, come on now. To deter birds and also do not harass them. No, it's that point at which I carry a flamethrower. Wow. Wow. All right, I got time for one more story, and then we got to wrap it up. Uh, Knoxville, Tennessee officials said a man was arrested after causing nearly $30,000 in damages at a cemetery. Authorities responded to a report of vandalism at a church cemetery. When they arrived on the scene, the, the police noticed extensive damage to the cemetery, including dug-up spots in the ground huh. and broken headstones. A witness told officers a homeless man had stayed around the property and had been damaging the cemetery. Officers identified the suspect as Danny Frazier and told officers he did destroy some of the property in an effort to resurrect his dead grandmother who is buried at the cemetery. Oh, that's sweet. Isn't that nice? Officials said the cost of repair would be around thirty thousand. <laughs> gum gum. Thirty thousand dollars. Oh, this was a mistake. Uh, Frazier was arrested in charge of vandalism and criminal trespass, <laughs> and that is your bizarre file this morning. Let's take a break. Let's come back. We'll do the lesson question, the trash, the music news. We still have our word of the week prize to give away, and more. Returning shortly. Better. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a lesson question to ask for today, and we are going to give away a pair of tickets for the Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions. Uh, Let me take a look at these because we have some good ones, and um, (laughs) yeah, it's hard to choose. Let's see. how about this? Um, oh, man. I can't decide. Let's go with this. It's okay, baby. I know. <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. That's a lot of cards. Uh, Bachelorette star <laughs> Becca Cuffrin is freezing her eggs after a breakup with her fiancé. Which local celebrity sponsors a frozen egg center? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Bachelorette star Becca Cuffrin is freezing her eggs after breaking up with her fiance, which uh, local celebrity sponsors a frozen egg center. 215-263-WMMR. I'll tell you the other ones I was considering in a moment, but we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by HERS for a true Philly game day. you got to break out the HERS. Enter the HERS Upgrade Your Home Gate contest at WMMR.com and take your game day to the next level. HERS... Since 1946. What is up this morning, Steve? Well, 32-year-old Rihanna has landed on Forbes' list of America's richest self-made women for the first time. An estimated wealth of $600 million. Rihanna says despite all the money, she still puts her pants on one leg at a time with the assistance of a staff of 20 people coordinated from overhead by a drone. <laughs> <laughs> now they're oh, keeping... Bye. 
God. Now that Keeping Up with the Kardashians is ending, Kim Kardashian announcing that she's joining the cast, and this is true, of the animated series Paw Patrol. Kim will reportedly play a new puppy in town who becomes famous after the release of a graphic sex tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> and finally... Queen Elizabeth making her first official royal visit since the COVID-19 lockdown to a top-level laboratory. Since the majority of the visit was outside, Her Majesty did not wear a mask or panties. Oh! <laughs> that's right, that's right. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to today's lesson question. Uh, Bachelor star Becca Cuffrin is freezing her eggs after breaking up with her fiancé, which local celebrity sponsors a frozen egg center. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. We are going to go to Mike and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. All right, what local celebrity is it, Mike? Ron Jaworski. That's correct. Yeah! Hang on just a second, Mike. We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions. Voted the number one haunt in the country. You've got to get there. Your last chance to get half-price tickets is on the details page, WMMR.com. The big freaking deal, so make sure you grab them. All right. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Before I, I give you our sponsor and get into this, I, I was going to tell you the other right. questions, which were um, when other kids were having sex at Kathy's <laughs> party, what was Kathy actually doing? <laughs> she was playing Parcheesi. Right. She was actually playing Parcheesi. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then what would Steve's topic be in the battle of the self-proclaimed experts? Succulents? Succulents, yes. Very good. All right. Music News is brought to you today by Salus University. Salus University offers some of the fastest growing and highest paid health professions in the country, including optometry and audiology. Salus University, the future of health science since 1919. To apply, visit salus.edu. We're going to start with this. David Crosby. I didn't really touch on this uh, after Eddie Van Halen passed away. I didn't. I think it was really worth touching on, but he apologized to Eddie Van Halen fans that took umbrage with his callous remarks about the guitarist following his death earlier this month. Uh, what did he say? I didn't hear this. Crosby, uh, who is now 78, was asked his opinion on Van Halen as a guitarist, and he answered, meh. He went on to say, <laughs> Hendrix changed the world of guitar. Nobody else, really. He said, look, I get it. Many of you loved Van Halen, and the one time I met him, he was nice, and he was talented. Meh to means mean I don't care that much, and I don't. Doesn't mean that he wasn't good. I'm sort of glad he's dead. Said he was, but not for me. How do you think that's going to read? Well, hang on a second. So he, you know, fans were obviously pissed off about this, but he made amends in a new tweet writing, yes, Van Halen fans, I did just toss off an answer that was not cool. Uh, The even more embarrassing truth is... I didn't even remember that he had just died oh. or I would have kept my mouth shut. Oh. I, I do make mistakes. No right. offense intended. Okay. So I think, I think had he been aware, he would have been a little bit more kind about it. But to him, Eddie Van Halen wasn't his type of music, wasn't his type of no. guitar playing. So that's what he was, that's what he was speaking to. So Meh. Meh. Korn is set to appear in the online game world of Tanks Blitz. As part of the rollout for its new Burning Games mode. Uh, according to Consequence of Sound, the event will take place from October 16th through the 24th. Uh, meanwhile, the band has also shared the music video for Finally Free, a song from 2019's Nothing, which features tanks and imagery from the game. Product director Andre Rayabao 
Bavol uh, said in a statement, Corn uh, is the perfect partner for our Halloween event. We can't wait to rock fans and World of Tanks Blitz players to experience this exciting collaboration. You're taking it to the level. Yeah. Is that a phone game? Um, I, it sounds like it, doesn't it? I don't know. Tanks However, Blitz. though, they are um, releasing, and you're seeing them pounding now, the commercials for the new Xbox, the two versions of the oh. new Xbox, mm-hmm. and the new PS5, obviously. So we're getting down to the uh, to the gritty. Are you guys familiar with a game, an app game on your phone called, uh, I think it's called Imposter? You guys, no. All right, so no. this is the one that's, like, taken. I have a calendar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have one of those as well. It's, you... it's one of the games that, like, my kids and all of their friends are, like. Oh, really? I've got yeah, for Okay. I brought this up to Preston and Casey after the show yesterday, Steve, but have you seen the <laughs> commercial? <laughs> John Goodman's head. Yes, on the end of the, the finger, end of the finger, pushing the screens. Yeah, it's some it's, gambling it's, app. It's pretty hilarious. It, it's weird. Yeah. It kind of creeps me out a little bit, but it's effective, and I laugh every time I see it, but there's something about it that really bothers me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for Tom Petty fans, the long wait is over with today's release of the eagerly anticipated box set Wildflowers and all the rest. The five-disc set collection restores Petty's original broad concept of the Watershed 1994 solo release. Uh, the compilation was curated by Tom's daughters, uh, Adria and Anakim Petty, and his wife, Dana Petty, who were assisted by Heartbreakers Mike Campbell and Ben Montench with the project produced by Petty's longtime engineer and co-producer, Ryan Uliate. Or Uliate, I guess how you say his name. Uh, so the deluxe edition features 15 home studio recordings made by Petty and is rounded off with 14 live performances of songs from Wildflowers recorded on various tours from 95 to 2017, along with 16 studio recordings of alternate takes of Wildflowers songs. So we played a few uh, when they first announced this, a, a couple of the uh, the demos and the first runs of various songs. Uh, he was such a perfectionist that even the demos sounded yeah. release-worthy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one more thing before we get to the matchups today for October Madness. It was 35 years ago today that little Steven Van Zandt enlisted like-minded performers into a studio to cut the track Sun City. Ah, ain't gonna play Sun City. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, the song, which featured contributions from Bruce Springsteen, Bono, Lou Reed, Jackson Brown, Bob Dylan, and many others, and an attack on apartheid has been credited with helping bring down the all-white minority government of South Africa. Among other notables appearing on the track and the video... Were Joey Ramone, Run DMC, The Temptations, David Ruffin, and Eddie Kendricks. Pat refused to play Adventure Park. Uh, Pat Benatar, Ruben Blades, Ringo Starr, wow. Zach Starkey, Darlene Love, Bobby Womack, Curtis Blow, Bonnie Raitt, Hall & Oates, Jimmy Cliff, uh, Peter Wolf, George Clinton, and many more. Right. Steve Van Zandt had said that he never had any idea the track would have such an effect on people. He said at the time... All I was trying to do was politicize other artists, politicize whatever public I could reach. I was just trying to get people into the frame of mind of being involved with issues on a daily basis. It's actually a good song, too. It is a good You song. can do all, you know, listen, if you're going to do a political song, make it a catchy one, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you wanted to get some traction. By the way, Jackson Brown, I thought this was kind of interesting because I remember his part, uh, revealed the backstory on how he and Bob Dylan came to duet on Sun City. Uh, Jackson said they had already gotten me to sing this line. The line was relocation to phony homelands. And then Stephen called me up and said, I don't know how to tell you this, but I gave the same line to Bob. I said, well, that's great. Well, so we're singing the same line. It's in harmony, right? He said, no. He said, no, for some reason, he sang the same notes that I sang. 
and he had run out of lines in the songs and was like, I'm not going to not have Bob Dylan on this record. And then uh, Jackson said, well, I said, well, why don't you slow it down and make it like a delay? Maybe that'll work. And that's why they did it. So essentially they're they're kind of echoing each other's lines in that particular part of the huh. song. Oh, that's cool. And he said, but then we had to do the take. We had to do it um, that way for the video. I see Bob. He says, why did they do that and make it <laughs> make that sound? And I sang it right in time with you. He had said, why did they do that? And he didn't know, but they that's how they made it work. So. They couldn't have added on like an E-I-E-I-O or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. E-I-E-I-O. Or Sha-la-la-la. Sha-la-la-la. But it's cool, too. I remember clearly. And I went back because this morning, just to reminisce, I watched some of the video. That was Bono at his mulletist. Completely. He had a gigantic mullet at that point. Um, and little Stephen had the uh, the bandana, mm-hmm. yeah, as always. Yep, big mullet for the hair, top of my head, standing <laughs> ten feet tall with the pride of the Celtic experience. I gotta get a nap. Okay. <laughs> All right, and the one last thing: uh, MMR's Rocktober Madness, presented by Horizon Services, continues today. The match ups are as follows: Kinks. Against Bruce Springsteen. Kinks versus Bruce Springsteen. That's in the uh, Pierre Pancake section. In the Preston Steve section, it's Genesis and Yes. This is kind of a cool thing because you have two of the prog rock, you know, uh, trippier bands playing against each other. Mm -hmm. Then Metallica against Alice in Chains in the Jackson Sarah bracket. God, that's good, too. And then last but not least, the most interesting one of the day, Jackie and Brent's uh, category, or Jackie and Brent's brackets, feature a battle with Rage Against the Machine and the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what happens, man. Anything is Anything can happen in this thing, so we'll see. All right, and that's all I have in music news. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. We'll wrap it all up when we return, so stay close. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. You heard correctly. The event is a little earlier than usual. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families staring food insecurity right in its face. Which makes the Camp Out Business Challenge more important than ever. Props to Subaru of America for leading the way, challenging other area companies to get involved. It's effective team building for your staff as they rally together to help fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. For those who go the extra mile, there are prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including Preston and Steve broadcasting live from your place and for your staff. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. What a horrible-looking day. But the good part about it is we get this day out of the way. We did have beautiful weather up until this. We did. Uh, We get this out of the way, and then we get nice weather the rest of the weekend. So we're going to have rain most of the day today. It's going to lighten up after, say, 5, 6 o'clock. But it's it's starting to get darker early now. You know what today is? It's a nice day to curl up under a blanket with a big piping hot bottle of vodka. Yeah! Talking my language. Switch that to bourbon and we got ourselves a deal. 
Um, but but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sunny tomorrow and the high about sixty one, sixty two degrees, so seasonable. And then uh, sunny on uh, Sunday, sixty six, and then temperatures warming up. We're gonna be in the low to mid seventies for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday around that. So it's just yeah, it's, it's worth it. Crap. And we're getting to some good stuff. Crap head day today. Crap head, crap head. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyhow, today has been a fun show. I want to thank uh, Kathy's friend Peach Fuzz for calling in this morning. <laughs> PF or PF Changs, we're going to call her now. Uh, but uh, thank you so much to Bert Kreischer who was on today. Yeah, Bert, yeah. we went for a good thirty-five minutes with Bert. He's just his stories never ever cease to amaze us. They no. will continue to, and uh, he's a great friend. Love he loves Philadelphia too. Absolutely loves this town. One of his specials was shot at the Trocadero. Absolutely, so. and he's on a tear, man. His career's <laughs> going great guns. Yep. Uh, so thank you to Bert, and thank you to Jeff Walton, Yay! president of Porsche Club of America, the Philadelphia chapter, and 2020 Philatrunk for the Camp Out for Hunger is happening. So here's the deal. If you have a car club or want to even start a car club or you just love groups of cars and want to see them in person, you can be a part of this event. It's going to be on Sunday, November 15th. The details are at WMMR.com or PrestonandSteve.com, and it's it's simple. You fill up your trunk and you come down you donate. Now, this is the day before the Camp Upper Hunger officially starts. So as this group, this car club group, likes to present in one big delivery, you come down, you be a part of it, you get to see some great vehicles. We used to kind of do it at the actual Camp Upper Hunger event, and it got so big with these cars coming down that it created such a traffic jam for other, you know, kind of pedestrian people who didn't know what was going on. Yeah. That uh, Jeff had the idea, let's move it on a separate date. We'll make it a big car show. Last year was actually a car show. This year, obviously, different with COVID. So it's going to be a bring in and drop stuff off. So if you have a car club, you should see all the clubs that are a part of this. And it's just impressive for people who are gearheads. And he's really appreciate working. Yeah. yeah. And Jeff goes to great lengths. He works on this. I mean, like a month after we got done with camp out last year, he was emailing me about how we can do it better next year. Yeah. So we'd like you to check that information out on the website and uh, get involved and be a part of it. So thank you, Jeff, for being on. And then one last thing I want to plug before we find out what Pierre's got going on. We're going to try uh, Battle of the So-Called Experts, a new game I've come up with. And uh, we're going to try different categories each time we do it. This time we need people who think they are an expert in the cinematic universe of Rocky. Figured we'd start with the Philadelphia staple. And if you are, go to com and fill out this little form of Battle of the Experts. We're going to pick two people from the forms and have them battle it out. And we will indeed see who is the champion. We should get our uh, favorite Rocky impressionist to... Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should actually <laughs> have him record something for that. And do something special. Do it too. Hey, yo, you can do a Rocky? Oh, yes. All right, let's do it. Let's hear it. Yo, Adrian. That's right, it sticks! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, man. Hey, yo. And also... You're better than that! <laughs> you are. How you doing, man? Fine. Um, you know, speaking of the Porsche Club, one of um, the greatest lines I ever heard Jackson say, um, what, uh, when it was some, well, I don't know, whatever year it was, when there were several years where they came down and delivered, like, at the camp out. And one year, Brent Porsche rode... Um, with the Porsche Club, even though he drives a Jeep. Right. And so I said to Jackson, are you aware that uh, Brent is riding <laughs> with the Porsche Club? And Jackson stopped and looked at me, and he goes, he's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's great. I just love that line. It's excellent. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we've said this, but uh, you're going to be down at camp out all week. Jackson's going to be down oh, at camp out all week. Yeah. Yes, I, you I, are. I don't know if you knew this <laughs> either. Yeah, I am Welcome. now knowing this. I mean, and... we're you know, there's so many things that are in flux, and we're, we're putting together as much as we possibly can. But it's cool to have uh, your support that you're learning about right now that week. And then uh, and Jackson's going to be broadcasting as well. So oh, cool. it's, a, it's a work in progress, but it's November 16th of the 20th. And... Um, we're getting excited for it already, which is, it's it's fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a really uh, important and worthwhile cause. There's legitimate reason to be excited. For things that we're going to lose, we're going to actually bring in some other things that are going to hopefully offset that a bit, you know? Well, and, uh, you know, if you've spent any time on the news, I've seen car lines that go around the block for food yeah. around the country. And, I mean, it's it's really tough out there. So this, I don't think it's, as you said, come at a better time. And now, so um, there's a lot of folks who could use this help, and uh, I'm excited about it. Cool. So are we. All right, we're going to do the letter of the day. I think. Before we do the letter of the day, though, I was thinking about this last night as I was in bed, and I want to thank everyone who participates in the Word of the Week prize because it dawned on me, we never do it at the same time every day. It's not like we have a specific time where this is the letter and I just have to tune in and I catch you gotta you gotta pay attention. You do you gotta be yeah. you gotta be pretty um dedicated uh to do it. So cause look, it's it's five of eleven and sometimes you do it at ten thirty and sometimes you do it at ten forty five. So I just want to say thank you. Are you ready? Yes. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. P as in Pearl Jam. Mmm, very good. Caller three, you get a crack at it. 215-263-WMMR. Three-lettered word. Caller number three at 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you can get that. Uh, what's up on your radio program? Well, um, as you mentioned, the Rocktober Madness is going to be pretty fun today. Uh, we've got uh, the Kinks against Bruce at 1130. Uh, we've got Genesis against Yes at 130. Uh, I just don't know how that's going to go. Uh, then Jackson with Allison Chains against uh, Metallica. And perhaps the battle of the day, I think, like uh, you said, uh, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. It's the Beatles. I normally I would be laughing because I would think the Beatles would just handedly, you know, f- flick them off like a fly or right. something like that. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. I have no idea what's going to happen. You're so yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, so anything could happen. Uh, and then uh, it's Bob Weir's birthday, so we'll do a block of the Grateful Dead. We've got a block of Disturbed, Goo Goo Dolls. So it's going to be a fun day. All right. We'll go to the phone, see if we can get an answer to this or find out what our word of the week is. I'm going to go to Dennis. Good morning, Dennis. Hey, guys. How are you, buddy? Doing good, man. So what is that three-lettered word, sir? I hope it's top. T-O-P. Yo, Adrian. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Dennis, we are going to set you up. It's nice and simple. A $400 Resorts Casino Hotel gift card, my man. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. You, you bet. Rock. Yeah, thanks, man. Enjoy that stay. Don't forget Resorts Casino Hotel using the most advanced air purifying technology to ensure that your gaming experience is fun, exciting, and worry-free. Nice. Room rates starting at just $69. You can book your stay by visiting resortsac.com. Gambling problem call... 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, let me take this moment to thank the fine sponsors of the President and Steve Show. It's been brought to you today by Dunkin', the official coffee of the President and Steve Show, by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and by Godshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. 
Uh, next week on the program, we will have comedian uh, Michael Yo joining us. Ah, hey, excellent. Yo. Hey, yo. Uh, and also, we will have... <laughs> hey, yo. And uh, Dan Soder's going to be on, too. Excellent. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some other people that will uh, end up coming on to the list uh, by the time the weekend is done. So we will see you. Rage on. Have a great weekend. Take care. And we'll do it again on Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs> Preston and Steve, love you, hate you, line. Yeah, this is a big good luck wish to my ex-wife. She's getting remarried. I hope everything goes off spectacularly without a hitch. I hope once it's official and they're walking back down the aisle arm in arm, she trips and knocks her front teeth out. Gooses. Next message. I just want to say that I am so ready for some football. Go Birds! E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles! Next message. These COVID restrictions are bullshit. You can't come in a building because you get COVID. Well, let's build a building outside of the building so you can come in. this. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR. Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.